117. It's a lot of episodes of the Spanish Announced Table podcast. It, indeed. The original we, Spanish Announced Table podcast. Yeah, and we still suck, apparently, after, uh, after 116 episodes. That's how that works, isn't it? Uh, it's June 14th, 2016. Boris is dancing to music that he can't even hear. It's a magical time here. Uh, Brando's not here because he has baseball. The baseball. Softball. Hoping to uh, go 2-144 and 144 on the year. So uh, we are joined, well, we being me and Scotty, because Scotty is here, by the one and only PWA Hall of Famer, Big Bad Boris. Something's wrong with Scotty. Who's wearing No, I'm that? just low energy today. Scotty's upset about something, but he won't tell me what it you is. You should give him one of them Red Bulls. Fuck yeah, give, give me a beverage. I'm thirsty. <laughs> I don't now. like Scotty that much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I'm just low energy right now. I'm sure by midway through the show, once we start talking about news, I'll be uh, be more. Boris is wearing a revolting blob T-shirt, which is tremendous. I do like it. Yes, that's such a great movie, Billy yes. Madison. Yes, it is. Did you get that via wrestling crate? I did. Good. That girl that plays a teacher in the movie is super hot too. That Veronica Mars <laughs> is one hot. Piece of ace. So hot. <laughs> Fun to touch the high knee. Uh, That's a what about Ivan and Boris specialty in the old A car. Yeah. 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 Good. Shampoos uh, goes on first and cleans the hair. <laughs> Conditioner <laughs> is better. We could do this all night. I leave the hair silky uh, and smooth. Donkey Kong sucks. Yeah, well, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> you want to trade me for your pudding cup? Uh. Uh, Scotty, what do you got for us for uh, June 14th? June 14th uh, was actually a pay-per-view we got together to watch. Okay. We watched Money in the Bank together last year. Nice. Did we? I think so. Yeah, I feel like we got together for Money in the Bank. And uh, the sleeper pick of Seamus won. You're already moving that microphone. <laughs> already. We are We are two and a half minutes in. and that I got microphone my old is... microphone back. Okay, sorry. Say that again. Seamus won. Seamus won, and that was a disappointing time for all of us. I was trying to remember if if anyone saw that coming, if there was even an inkling of people saying, I think Seamus might nope. win it. But I, I don't really remember that one too much because it was just such a write-off where there wasn't a lot of guys in that match that, you know, had, like, it's, this year is completely different, where it's like, I could see any one of those guys in that match winning that thing. Well, they're talking about this pay-per-view like Jesus is going to be there. It's like WrestleMania 2. On paper, it it looks like a really good card. It could be one of the best of the year. You got your indie stars in a ladder match. Rollins and Reigns. Cena, AJ. Yeah. It's it's a big paper. Listen, Money in the Bank is is one of my... It's it's you know what it's my third favorite pay per view of the year now it's surpassed Survivor Series because that's been so shitty for so long now that it goes WrestleMania Royal Rumble then Money in the Bank those are my top yeah, three that sounds about right I'm a big over the limit fan <laughs> bring it back <laughs> <laughs> or no what's the one that's in between that now what's the Roadblock fe- that's it the one that's in February that's between uh... Roadhouse. <laughs> Butt scratcher. Uh, this is gonna be a fun podcast. I can tell you that. Butt scratcher. Uh, what's what's new with you guys, Scotty? You go first. Uh, not a lot. Playing a lot of Overwatch still. Good. Sides from that, uh, just trying to be outdoors, enjoy the summer. Sure. Um, that that means sitting on my balcony. That's about it. Doing, Doing some balconing, <laughs> as I would say. 
Balkanen. 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 Uh, Balkan. It's E3 time, so it's just video game news nonstop. You've been wa- you watch. Are you completely caught up with all yep. of them? Yeah, I've seen How all the coverages. Shitty was Nintendo this morning. Nintendo, yeah, for something that I, like woke up it was oh. like. Okay, I'll Whoa. talk to you guys in like half an hour. They went for they announced two things, and one of the like, I expected both to be there. I and they were two pretty cool things. Like I, I'm not, I'm not up to date with my Pokemon by any means because I stopped caring about that game. When I turned ten and was old enough to know that that's stupid, but uh, oh, calling out the fans. But of I get that it's still big and that's fine. That's a big game. And then the Zelda games are great too. I'm I'm down with the Zelda games. But the fact that the whole thing was just Zelda. Like it was an like, hour and a half in, I'm like, okay, I'm tapping out because that was just all been was two games. That was all was shown. There, there was nothing else after that. Nope. Okay. Well, then I didn't miss they, much. They just I? showed Zelda for the rest and of the then, day. So they're demoing the Zelda game. And then the demo timer runs out, and they didn't even set it to not do it, so we had to start all over again. What a fucking train wreck that was. That's the sound of friendship right there. That is. Good for you, Boris. That's, a, that's the sound of good uh, for you. some good indie pod stuff happening soon, too. Um, that said, uh, I think Sony stole the show. I think Microsoft won this really? year. Yeah. I thought, uh, man, Sony had that, that, uh, that like, stone-cold Steve Austin Circa 1998 level pop with the reveal of God of War. I know, but it's that was a- crazy. Like that, I felt like I was watching wrestling. So God of War is a franchise. It's a video game franchise, and they're showing this kid, and he's doing his thing on the outside, and then Dad calls him in, and then Dad steps out of the shadow, and it's this character from God of War, and the crowd popped like a wrestling pop. It was pretty cool. As someone who's not into God of War, but can still well, appreciate, like, yeah. but yeah, it was crazy. The level of, like, with the orchestra and then everybody's fucking crowd roars, you're like, yeah. whoa. And it looked good. Like, video games are looking crazy. Where is E3? Days. Vegas? L.A. I think, yeah. It's a pretty LA. big deal, though, for that oh, culture, right? Like, yeah. For the- massive. It, it's like video game Christmas. It's their WrestleMania is what it is. My phone is ringing, and it's the promoter of the PWA, but you, you wanna, know what? You want to answer that? No. You want to answer it on the air? <laughs> No, we better not That's do that. Not but you guys are more important right now, so I'm going to okay. let it go to voicemail. You can take a break if you really I'll, want to answer No, that. we don't have that much time. Okay. <laughs> Send them to voicemail. Send them to voicemail. Done. Uh, what did you like about Microsoft, Scotty? Uh, they, uh, like they revealed that Microsoft Xbox One S. Yeah. Everything That's had cool. a release date they showed. Because that's like the worst thing about E3 sometimes is they'll show you something, you get really hype, and then you're like, when is it Wait, coming out? Wait, you even give me a date? Or the date is like, 2017, like that's all it says. Yeah, like well, that's very vague, but everything had a release date. Um, Gears of War had uh, was like their main thing again, looks really good. Yeah, like, visually, at the same time, they were like, and General Rams and Killer Instinct, you can go play them right I now. I figured you'd be pretty, uh, pretty hype. Yeah, about that well, announcement. the announcement was all like 30 seconds, and they're like, all right, there's KI, get it the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> And then later, like, Tekken shows up, and I'm like, wait, Tekken's getting more time? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It, it, those two were good. Sony and Microsoft was good. Yeah, Ubisoft was pretty Ubisoft underwhelming. Was pretty, it was okay. That uh, Ghost Recon game looks crazy, though. Yeah, that stole the show last year, yeah. too. There's so. tons of gameplay of that this year. Yeah, it seems like that was the big trend this year, was winning people over with gameplay and having a release date. Yeah. What's that chick's name that was hosting the Ubisoft one? Aisha Tyler. She's done it for 
four years she straight. Is, no, five years straight. She's charismatic. She's, she is. She's uh, Lana on Archer. She would she would make a good wrestling manager. She used to host the soup. Was back it the when soup? it was talk soup. Oh. Back in the day. So like before Mikhail yes. did it? Yes. Well, we're too young for that. Interesting. I I just gave you a red bull. Give it, <laughs> give it back. I no. recognize her from somewhere though, but I don't think it's that. Was she she wasn't the chick from Friends, was she? Yes, she was. Ross's girlfriend? Yes. That is her. Okay. Oh, boy, she was in Friends, too? Yeah. That's who I thought it was. But I was Very like, eh. briefly, yeah, towards the end of their run. Really? She was the other paleontologist mm-hmm. that originally was dating Joey and then the switch. Yes. Good. But she's been pretty good for Ubisoft. I mean, she's done it five years in a row now. Yeah. She's making jokes, cracking wise about how fucking gigantic she is. She, she's a tall girl. Inappropriate times. She dropped an f bomb, and I like, five minutes in. I jumped as I didn't know that that was kosher at these things. What's Turbo Graphics sixteen up to these days? I don't know. When's the next is. Bonks Adventure come out? Right, what's that? You don't know Bonks Adventure? You don't know Turbo Graphics sixteen? I am old. Nope, I don't know. When's any the, new, of those the next game for the Sega CD? <laughs> you know about the Sega CD? Nope. It's the CD expansion for the Genesis. Good. Epic failure. My friend had one though. Was it? Yeah, not good. There was only one game that we that we really liked, um, and I'm sure if I looked at it now, it would be really stupid. But it was Sherlock Holmes, and you'd have to solve mer- like mysteries. Mm. But it was like real actors, okay, and like interviewing people and stuff. And it was I don't know, it was cool for. Did it take forever to load? Whatever. I don't. This was uh, honestly probably 1941, <sighs> 42. Yeah, mine's minor fun jabs. He calls these. <laughs> this is probably a good <laughs> 25 years ago. Yeah. Longer than that, so I don't remember. Good. Video games have come a long way. I had an original Nintendo. Yeah, I uh, s- still have a Super Nintendo. I don't think we ever had the original Nintendo, though. Got it for Christmas. Duck Did Hunt. You? Yeah? Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. Did you cheat? I always cheated uh, in that game. Sometimes. What? Put the gun right against the glass? Right up against the TV. Well, you know the other way to cheat, boom, though? Boom, boom, boom. Not a lot of people know this, mm. because people that are my age are all now dead. <laughs> Then lead strats here from Boris. If you take the brightness of your TV and turn it all the way up so your TV's totally white, it would automatically work too. Good. Cheaters. Who told you that, Boris? Oh, again, like I believe it was etched on the inside of his cave, is how he (laughs) he figured that out. I'm slanging The Miz is the greatest (laughs) intercontinental champion of all time. Uh, Boris, what's new? What are you talking about? He's the best fighter of all time. Um, What's new with you? Sorry, I like went to another planet That's for a second. Right. Uh, PWA live event we had last uh, Saturday night. It was fun. It was great success. The main event, eight-man tag, was very, very hot and is now available. If I may give a saw brief that. plug, it is yeah. now available on our YouTube channel in its entirety for free. If you go to YouTube and search PWA Wrestling CA, all one word, it's on there. Check it out because it was uh, pretty good and yeah. it sets the stage for... Uh, Night of Champions in a couple of weeks. Watch it. It without spoiling it, it uh, it it got into some crazy antics at the end. There were some antics with uh, some cool stuff that happened too. Yes, so, highly recommend that everyone go watch that right now. Uh, slow pitch season. We have secured our first victory. Oh, nice. Yes, yes, nice. we and, did. And and how did you manage to beat the other team? Well, it's very easy to beat the other team when they don't show up. <laughs> oh, you won by default. no show? Default. Oh, that's great. But it was funny, though, because so like all of our teams there, including a guest appearance by former PWA champion, Azriel. Okay. 
who can hit the ball a mile, by the way. Well, he's a big boy. So we're all there. We're like, what the hell? We're all here. Let's just, you know, play a game with ourselves. Sure. And when the pressure's off, I, like, hit some good line drives and made some catches and stuff. Let's, maybe the pressure gets to me. Yeah. The pressure of beer league slow pitch is too much. <laughs> That's fair. Can can one Azriel play good in the outfield? Um, or is he a specific how's his hitter? Arm? He got a good arm. Well, the problem with the 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 infield, like the dirt infield, was one big mud ball. Sure. So it was kind of not re- very representative of what people could really do because we were dancing around puddles and stuff. But yeah, it's all right. Sometimes those games are fun, though. Oh yeah, like you say, time. when there's no pressure and you're yeah. just out there. Having no, fun, and I'm not saying there's heaps of pressure when the actual oh, game is yes, on, but but still. So yeah, we're preparing for uh, Night of Champions coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, we found out Tiger Singh, aka Jinder Mahal, will be making an appearance. Awesome. Road, Road Warrior Animal, of course, will be there and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, what else? I don't know. Just living life, raising good. my kids. School's almost over. Yeah, so it's gonna be. Uh... Preparing for the busy. Le- lesbian wedding of the century. Oh yeah, that's still coming. Oh yeah, am it I is. coming to that still? No. Oh. Well, no. Were you ever coming to that? Yeah, you drunkenly invited me. Oh, well, drunkenly I do a lot of things. And I want to bring up something, actually, when <laughs> it comes... You didn't invite your kids. Your kids were stoked Scotty, I was coming. Uh, you, yeah, I want you to come to this wedding. I haven't me. been <laughs> drunk enough to talk like that in a long time. Um, you got a tweet from our promoter oh, after yeah. the show thanking you for your help. Right. And I was thinking about it on the ride here. I'm like, you didn't fucking do anything. <laughs> Stacking chairs. Oh, would you like a medal for that? I didn't ask for the appreciation <laughs> at all. Okay, how many chairs I, did you, was this while I, we were in the back shooting promos? Uh, yeah, remember when you came out and you said, who the hell took my chair and nobody answered? That was me. You fucker. That was How me. many chairs did you stack? Uh, well, you had to stack them in That's stacks what I asked. of eight. I didn't ask how many so stacks I did, chairs are in a stack. I did four stacks of eight. So what's eight times four? 32, 24. jackass. Yeah, it's 32. Is it 32? Yeah, you were yeah, 16 and 16. All right. Wow. Well, good work. Good I, work. I, I, we had a good hey, system. Hey, good. I was stacking <laughs> and then putting them on the trolleys, and then Colton Kelly was taking the trolleys away and bringing them back empty. That was the pro. It was like a, uh assembly line. Of sorts. Shout out to Ford. Isn't Ford? that him that did the first assembly line? Uh, Could be, yeah. All right. But yeah, not much going on besides that. <laughs> Just living the dream. Happy to be here. I know I'm a pale replacement for Brando, but uh, I'll do I'll right. do my best. That's all right. Um, I uh, also was at the PWA show. Had a hot dog for the uh, first I had time a hot dog in, too. I think, a year. Oh, it's so good. Oh, they're tremendous. I had uh, half of... Of uh, Raymond's French fries, and then I went and bought more French yep. fries, and ended up eating ninety percent of those as well. <laughs> Are you coming to Calgary? Uh, I, I'm going to try to. It depends on work, but I want to go because that looks like just it looks like such a stacked card. It's going to be a fun night. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Where if I can get the weekend off, I'm coming. Sweet. But the last time I went to Calgary, it didn't end so well for you. Yeah, for me. So I feel like I'm bad luck for you. At those shows. That's why I didn't ever come back. Because I was worried that every time I came, you'd get your shoe kicked off of you. I didn't get my shoe punched kicked off of me. I got punched in the face That's so the hard, my shoe fell off. Yeah. And what did you do? I sat there and watched. You did nothing. I'm not. Are you kidding me? I'm not getting in there Word and helping the fan you. and if, a wrestling journalist at the minimal. Dirty Duke Durango would destroy me. That well, doesn't matter. He destroyed me. I would have your exactly. back. I would have better, your back. Better you if than me. He punched you in the face. No, you would I not. would be in there. Well, that'd no. be a lawsuit for Kurt. Not a chance. 
All right, let's move on. Okay. What are, what's going on with you? Um, Got a car yet? Nope, still no car. Car wash. Is that your yellow car in the parking lot back here? No. Uh, no, no. Because oh, be there's one. like two different yellow cars back there. I thought mine, it might be your dead soldier. Mine is still at the shop. Are they mad? Three weeks later, they called me once, but I'm sure they're very upset at me. I think I'm just gonna get the tow truck driver to tow because I have to clean it out before I can get it delivered to What's whatever in there I that's end valuable. up. Oh, a, a ton of shit. Not uh, valuable, but like I've got a bunch of garbage in there and some maybe some stuff that. I might need to keep. I don't even know like what's in there. Like some CDs or whatever. I'm off. No, I'm sure there's something. Oh, I do else, have a ton maybe. of CDs. No, no drug stuff. Oh, there's no guns. No, no. If I was in there, I'd have got that out of there a lot. See, I was trying to kayfabe, but then he's like, "Hey, you got any drugs in your car?" No, nope, um, I'm not. After how Boris threw me under the bus on an indie pod. But I do have a ton of CDs in there. <laughs> Still bitter. Still bitter about That's it. That's true. Um, but did you yeah, ever listen to that? Story. By the way. Uh, no, I haven't yet. See, I told you he doesn't no. listen. I listen to, sometimes. I it opens if we get a lot of feedback. As soon as we start talking about indie wrestling, he's like, this is boring. <laughs> Zack Sabre who? <laughs> well, hey, I, watched, the Cruiserweight series. I watched an indie match recently. That's more than I've ever watched. What did you watch? You watched Ricochet Osprey. Yeah. Oh. Watched the whole thing. Good for you. <laughs> it was like 20 minutes Actually, long. Actually, you watched a bunch of indie matches on Saturday. That's true. How come you can't show up on time, by the way? Uh, what was that? I was You've in never been on time day. to a PWA show. It's because every time, okay, when I show up early, and this is going to sound like the most egotistical thing ever. You get when recognized? I show up early, then I get, yeah, people take pictures with me. That one weird dude, no offense to him if he's listening, but <laughs> he's just so strange when he like, Which... like deadpanned and his eyes are dead. And he's like, hey, can I take a picture of you? And I'm like, okay. And then we take the picture and he still doesn't smile. He's which, just like, which dude? I've only seen him like once or twice. He's not a regular by okay. any means, but well, next time like strange. text and and I'll uh, I'll come out and get you, which will make you look like even bigger shock. That's true. Bring me in the back, maybe. That's right. Under a cloak, like I'm Kane when he still had the mask. They're gonna be like, oh, they're bringing Invader based on the <laughs> side. <laughs> it's time. I gotta do that for Halloween one year. Be Vader. Yeah. They're gonna be the blue meanie. I still I gotta do that one too. I gotta do, I should do that one before I end up cutting my hair. If you do blue meanie, I'll be Stevie. Okay, that's fair. You're an ECW fan. This should be fun you for can, you. Uh, of course, you can be. Uh, you can be Nova. Dean, what the fuck was his Nova. name? Dean. The Nova. Dean. Dean. Simon Dean. Yeah, you can be Simon Dean. Yeah, I'll be Simon Dean, whose whole gimmick was fitness. <laughs> fitness burger that's, in my mouth. <laughs> That's the funny part. It's ironic. Oh, is that what that is? Ironic costumes are funny. All right. Uh, speaking of cutting my hair, I uh, I won the bet that we I have with my co-host for the Stanley Cup playoffs in that uh, he said that a team that had not won the Stanley Cup in the past would win it this year, but the Pittsburgh Penguins won it this past week, and they've won thrice before. So uh, if he would have won, I would have had to, or he was going to shave my head completely. Is that what your part of the bet yeah. was? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, because I won, he is a massive Vancouver Canucks fan, so he has to wear a uh, Calgary Flames jersey, Johnny Gaudreau jersey, for the entire week on the show. Uh, lovely jersey provided by you, Doris. Thank you for that. No shout-out on the air, though. I was waiting for it. That's but true. Well, we we, uh, we shouted you out today 
Did, Did you? you? Were you listening at three o'clock? No, I wasn't. I heard the. <laughs> it uh, wasn't a good shot. Oh no, I listened to the unveiling yesterday, but because he put it on again today at three o'clock, <laughs> and he goes, "Where did you get this thing? It smells like like." And I forget what he said. It smelled like, but. And then he said, "What what is Boris doing in this jersey? <laughs> doing in it? That's pretty yeah. funny, actually. Uh, it's I a like lovely it. jersey. We've been taking very good care. I'm you glad. should see the way he folds that thing. Does he? It's it's." Delicate. Is it here in the studio still then? Uh, or yeah, is it's that... over there somewhere, I think. But Don't let Paul Brown. No, no. Get either one we of them actually. Get... We, okay, we good. Hide it. Don't you worry about that. It's my baby. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's him on a... the news today. Yeah, he was on the news. Walking right. through like the weather green screen. <laughs> like I saved it on the PVR for when my wife gets home. I'm like, you got to see this. It's the greatest I thing. I recorded ever. it too so that he could watch it. And we both had a good laugh. <laughs> it's good. I love the humiliation of yeah. forcing him to wear Because it. It bothers him. Like, you were asking me before if he's kind of like, if he's, if he's working he's a little working bit. working a gimmick a little bit? No, no, no. It's it's real to him, damn it. He That's so funny. And I figured yeah. it would be, like, swimmingly large on him, but it it's not. It fits pretty good. So and maybe you know it's what? too small for me now, then. <laughs> I think I've gained a few pounds. He said today that uh, it was a candid moment, but he didn't know that I was going to be passing this along to the sat pod listeners. Uh-oh. Uh, he said... Uh, it's a very comfortable jersey because the logo isn't a circle. So with like Oilers jerseys, when you sit down, the logo sometimes like comes yeah, up. Yeah. He's like, but because it's a C, it, it just sits there and it's it's kind of nice. He says, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna eat those words. But I should phone in tomorrow. You should. You absolutely should. Three o'clock. Yeah. Do it. All right. All right. Uh, and other than that, that's it. Are you playing Overwatch? Yeah. I am. They did an update on that too. Hey, uh, they did. What, they nerfed McCree and Widowmaker. What yeah. is a Zen Meteor? I, Do you know what that is from some video game? No. Zen Meteor. Zen Meteor. Nope. No. All right. Weird. Okay. I know what Zen Yada is. That's from Overwatch. Okay. But I don't know what a Zen Meteor is. All right. In what I'm context, a, Boris? Well, I'm a big Howard Stern fan, and they were playing clips. That people have recorded from like Xbox Live or whatever mm. of people playing this game and like they get the Zen Meteor thing and they freak the fuck out like it's the greatest thing that's ever happened in their life. Interesting. So I figured you guys might know what a Zen. Like, I don't even know what game it was from, but they're just like this, like freaking out like they just you know saw <laughs> boobies for the first time or something. No. So I figure you guys might know what nope. a Zen Meteor is. Nope. Is this a wrestling podcast or is this devolved into something else that's not a life over? podcast now? I would assume that a Zen Meteor is a meteor. That is very in tune with his inner chi. You're an idiot. Therefore, making or his inner cha. Zen, spicy. You are also okay. <laughs> Let's. Uh, you want to do the news now? You brought news, Boris, right? I did. Did All you bring right. news there, Scott Box sixty four? No, I don't. So Good. I'm holding up the whole end of the thing here. Hey, yes, you are. Let's uh, let's do it now. And now. Spanish announced table news. Take it away, big bad boy. So I'm out of black ink on my printer. Oh, that's always fun. So I keep printing out in like different various colors when I print things out now just because I don't have so uh, Today's news isn't purple. Last week it was red. Was it red last week? Okay. Okay, so we have now been unveiled the 32 names who will appear in the Cruiserweight Classic. I'm so excited to talk about this. Yes. That starts taping at Full Sail University on June 23rd. And I'll tell you something, I'm a little bit crazy. Because I knew it wasn't going to be there. 
But when I opened up and started reading the list, I was bummed out that Michael Richard Blaze wasn't on it. Even though I knew it wasn't going to be there, I was sure. like, he should be there. I and agree. And there's quite a few guys that I don't know. Yeah. So maybe I'm not, you know. I know probably about two-thirds of the field. As I've gotten older, I'm a little bit, uh, it's harder to keep up. There's less time. i got kids and, I'm, you know. Uh, speaking of MRB, Michael Richard Blaze, uh, 24. 14 Satpod non WWE wrestler of the year. Uh, if you've ever wondered why we like him so much, he's in that match that's up on the PWA wrestling site right now. You can watch him uh, do his thing and do it quite well. And yeah. then after you watch it, you will also wonder why he's not in this yeah, tournament. The clips because turned he out really well. Absolutely Reed started it. tweeting him this week. Did he? Yeah, Tyler Breeze is like tagging at God's Gift MRB on in some stuff now. Hmm. <laughs> I was looking through my wife's hard drive. She has all her pictures on, looking for pictures to make this thing for, for the wedding. Mm -hmm. She has a folder of PWA pictures in there. And I opened it up, and I looked at it. I'm like, where are these pictures come? I've never seen these pictures before. I guess it's like ones that she took back years ago when she used to care, when we her and I were first together, and she pretended uh, to be into my interest. Right, yeah. But there's, the best but there's uh, some old uh, Matthias Wild, a.k.a. Tyler Breeze PWA photos in there oh, wow. that I'm going to drop on the old PWA Twitter for Throwback Thursday. Do it. Okay, so here are the 32 names. Are you ready? You bet. And I'm going to ask some questions because, Scotty, you might know a little bit more than I do. I feel I feel out of the loop now. I feel like I, I'm losing my indie cred. Maybe. There's there's some stuff. Even, like, Warren, I think, one of the guys he's going to pop for, do you know it's not the same Davari? Oh, I thought it was. No, no it's, it's his younger it's, brother. It's his brother, Arian oh. or yeah, Arian. Arian. I just thought he changed his. Uh, no, his that, it's his younger brother. Okay. Okay, we got Kota Ibushi, who is awesome. Yep. Tajiri, Grand Metallic. Barney. Yes. Zack Saber Jr. Woo. Noam Dar. Uh, I know of Noam Dar. He's like a UK wrestler. Damak. Uh, I know of Damak. He is from. I think he wrestles for ICW, which is on the Fight Network now. Is it ICW or is it uh, 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 different? Uh, whatever. They have Insane Championship Wrestling now, which is, is that ICW what, is from that what Ireland. Is? Yeah, that's where I like, thought it was out. one from the UK. Like insane Clown Posse? <laughs> no. Is that, no? Okay. Uh, Zumbi. I don't know who that one is. Clement Petiot. Don't know who that one is. Harv Sira. And Gurv Sira. They're the Bollywood Boys from Vancouver. Oh, is that them from... Uh, that's a great gimmick name. Um... They're the Global Force Tag Team yeah. Champions, aren't they? Yeah. That's kind of weird. Uh, Fabian Eichner. Don't know that one. Brian Kendrick. Uh, our boy, Spanky. Uh, Rich Swan. although rumor has it he's injured and may miss it. But yeah, with this shoulder injury? What the fuck is Swan? I mean, you can get hurt training, definitely. I wonder if it's the but same it's shoulder kind of like... that he hurt at the Evolve show that I went to like two years ago. Oh. Uh, Rich Juan, Cedric Alexander, which is very cool. Akira Who just to left his ROH contract. Akira Tozawa, which is also very cool. He's uh, oh, a Dragon Gate guy, super, super awesome. Uh, Jack Gallagher, Tony Nice, who had a short run in TNA and then uh, is kicking some butt in Evolve. He's part of SoCal Val's brand. Uh, Valifornia, if you will. Now. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Ho Ho Lun. Ho Ho Lun is like the guy that Warren has been talking to via emails. Is that at what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You've been you talking to Ho-Ho Lun? I don't know if it's no, actually it's, him. No, it's a guy who brings in Ho-Ho Lun, though. Who, Warren's talking yeah, to some I'll Chinese promoter. I'll find the Keep reading it. Keep reading it. I'll find it. Uh, TJ Perkins, who was uh, Manic slash Suicide in TNA. Uh, Drew Gulak, who's amazing. Anthony Bennett. Tony Bennett, which I think is just funny. 
Uh, Tyson Dukes, who's Canadian. Lindsay Dorado, who apparently worked the TNA One Night Only taping last night, which I thought was kind of oh, weird. Oh, okay. Under a mask. Uh, Sean Malura, Raul Mendoza, Kenneth Johnson, Alejandro Saez, Damian Slater, Devari, not Sean, Ari, yeah. and Jason Lee, who I assume is not the guy who was in Mallrats. That's... I know, that's what I thought, thought too when I saw Jason Lee. Now, originally. I thought that that uh, dude... Uh, CN whatever, Andrade CN almost. I, I can't fit. I I can't wrap my head around. I thought Godfather too. I thought that he was going to be in this, and this was and this was going to be one of the ways they put him over is by having him win it. But he's not in it. Yeah, I thought he was supposed to be. So who the it. f's winning this thing? Gargano, Tajiri, fucking right. Okay, so for oh, Warren, the coolest part of this news is, oh my god, Tajiri's confirmed in, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I. <laughs> You know what? And I was going to say it last week on the podcast, and I think I just ended up forgetting and we moved on. But I was like, oh, you know what would be cool with this brand split is if they used some of the guys in this Cruiserweight tournament to kind of reintroduce them and bring back a few depth guys like Rob Van Dam well, or we'll Tajiri. a little bit later. Tajiri would fit in great. How old is Tajiri? Do we know he's got to be pushing he's 40 be, now? Uh, I think he's like 40. Um, yeah, I, I'm very excited to see uh, Tajiri do his thing. Although I wonder how he's holding up because he's that's been what working. I was wondering when we were texting today too. I wonder he hasn't stopped I mean, he was, working, right? Like he's still well, been he doing... had his own promotion in Japan. Right. Smash, I think it was was it Smash? His? Yeah, Smash is his for for a while. I don't know if it still runs or not. But uh, who's your early pick, Scotty? I know who my early pick is: Gargano or Zack Saber Junior. Yeah, Zack Saber Junior is my pick as well. And yeah, and I like Gargano. Warren's got Tajiri and Tomasa. I could see them putting over like one of their own guys, like like. Champo or Gargano, but I don't know much about anybody else, so it's tough for me to... Gulak is really good. I really like him. Uh, Tajiri will turn 46 in September. Yeah, I figured he wasn't a young man. That's older than me, by the way. He's no spring faces. chicken. So maybe he won't. I guess you don't bring him in for a depth spot. God, I love Tajiri. Get a little fucking green mist up in here. A, bu- a buzzsaw kick. Hit him with a tarantula. Yeah. The handspring back elbow. Um, if if uh, who do you, is Swan that's maybe injured? Rich Swan, yeah. If he's if he's out, you know who they should put in there? Who? Jamie Noble. I'd be in for that. Yes. If you want to go back and see some good stuff, hop on your WWE network and look for the series of matches between Tajiri and Super Crazy from ECW ninety. I don't know ninety nine. Ish. Awesome stuff. All really right. good stuff. Uh, going back to our, our boy Ho Ho Lun. Ho Ho Lun. Uh, he wrestles for Middle Kingdom Wrestling, which that operates like Lord of the Rings. Uh, it operates out of China. It's China's only pro wrestling company. They emailed us uh, with some information, including that he is involved in this, uh, and uh, they sent us a YouTube link, which I'll tweet out, and you guys can check out some of their stuff. They do. Apparently, Triple H is in China right now. Is he? I don't know scouting or maybe I don't know he's they're... at the Middle Kingdom. He's got to pick up Ho Ho Lun personally. Maybe he, yeah, maybe he took the old WWE jet over to pick up Ho Ho. Maybe they have a, oh, a, a YouTube show that they translate from Chinese to English as well. I'm so, surprised so. he doesn't take the Ho train over oh. full sail. So Triple H and Double Ho. There you go. We should take this on the road, uh, <laughs> gentlemen. Who is Chris Warren? Are you asking me? I'm asking either of you. I know who it is. Does Scotty know who it is? Is that the German soccer guy? No. 
the the lead singer of uh, uh, what did I say his other band? Anyway, oh, uh, Broken. Yeah, Broken. Well, they were the Chris Warren band apparently back in the day when they did the uh, DX theme. The Chris Warren experience. And apparently, Chris Warren has passed away. Yeah, very young too. Forty nine. No, forty nine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't really. They don't really give much information other than it was sudden. So of course, our condolences out to. Uh, Chris Warren, that is probably in the what top five of WWE themes of all time. Yeah, I I really liked uh, the My Time Triple H theme too that he did. That was another really really good one. Yeah, um, trying to use that for a while too. Did you not? Yes, and is he he did Vince's theme too, right? That's him. Nope. Okay, I always thought it was the same guy, but I'll take your word for it. I guess. A little insight, because I'm an old man, Mm. but back in the day when that first came out, 97, everybody and their dog thought it was Rage Against the Machine. And there's people still to this day (laughs) who think that it's Rage Against the Machine, and I just want to slap them and say, no, it's it's, it's not Rage Against the Machine. When I went to the Wikipedia page today, just, just, I don't know, I clicked on it to see what he had done post-wrestling. I had no clue that TNA signed him for two years in 2007 and 2008 to do some things. To do what? Music? Yeah. They, uh, really? Uh, I was He was that. specifically for three of their pay-per-views that he was uh, their guy. And then WWE brought him back when they reunited DX to redo the theme song a bit. And hmm. Yeah. They were terrible at WrestleMania 14. Is that when they did the America the Beautiful yeah. Or whatever they sang. They did was... America the Beautiful, and then they did the DX song for when Sean dropped the belt to Austin. And they yeah. just got booed out of the building well, for it that. Was, <laughs> it was bad. Was it like they did it their own way, and it, that just doesn't mesh well? But no, it's just... Who's in charge of saying, you know who we should get to sing America the Beautiful? This fucking punk band. Like, Go back on your WWE Network. Uh, of course and... that's not going to work. Like, <laughs> I wonder if it's on YouTube. Uh, no, it's. I read today that they wiped that. Like that is completely gone. It's not on the network. It's not on. What uh, the America the Beautiful is not yeah. on the network? No. Oh, I want. I bet you that I have it in my extensive probably DVD collection. I'd like to see that. Wow. It might be on YouTube, I guess. But well, I know that they not, tried to wipe it. If not, let me know, and okay. I will make your dreams come true. Uh, Roderick Strong versus Mark Briscoe is added to the Ring of Honor Best in the World pay per view on Friday, June the twenty fourth. Along with Steve Carino versus BJ Wimmer, Bobby Not Fish big. versus Dalton Castle, The Addiction versus the Motor City Machine Gun, Motor City, yeah. <laughs> Motor, City. Motor City Machine Guns, Fuck out, and J versus J. Good. You had a question there? No. No. Oh. No. No. Was... Carino versus Wimmer. That's going to be exciting. Uh, I recently discovered I have Fight TV or a preview of it, so I just recorded all the wrestling programs they have. Fight Network. Yeah, or Fight TV. Nope. Fight Network? Two, Fight Network? Yeah, no, it, it shows FN. Because they'll do, like, yeah. FN yeah, okay, movies or whatever. Is yeah. that, there is another one that's... Oh, no, no. Fight TV is some online service. Is that the app? Yeah, Fight TV is the app. Right. Fight Network is the TV network. Is the but I'm liking it. I've been watching a bunch of stuff you have, like CML oh, yeah. and what AAA. What provider are you? Are you Telus? Yes. What? Is it free right now, or do you have that channel? I have that channel. Uh, I'm gonna tell it is channel free. 946, and WWE Network is channel 947. 947. I know. It's always there, but if it's on preview, then I might. Yeah, check it out. Well, we're going to talk more too. about that as well a little bit later. Watch some Ring of Honor, <clears throat> Warren. Sure. Uh, apparently, WWE's been reaching out to former talent recently. 
for the brand split, oh. which is exactly what you kind of alluded to earlier. Hello so this to could Jerry. go this could go either way and be really right. good, or we could end up with Chris Masters. Back. Totally depends <laughs> on the uh, the type of talent that they're reaching out to. There's guys that I think would fit perfectly and that can totally benefit from this brand split, like this whole shining star gimmick. How they debuted yeah, and then happened have gone that, hey? away, and they did the they had a uh, vignette again on Monday. But you notice that Carlito, it's going. Just put him in there and say fuck it. That would make the shining stars so much more relevant. Yes, They're now would. doing their uh, vignettes in front of a green screen, so oh, yeah. I think it's just slowly going. And yet, Darren Young and. What's his name? No. Bob that, Backlund is still a thing. It was funny this week, though. No, it was not. It was funny because it was bad. Okay, so I think we're not going to acknowledge it. I liked when he was like, these are the only clothes I own. I don't understand Terrible. why they're not in the same room. <laughs> if you're a life coach, wouldn't you like try and be in the same, at least the same city as your client? Instead um, of like looking at a TV screen and screaming. Would you be want to be in the same room with Bob Backlund? I mean, if he's my life coach, <laughs> yes. Why you would want him as a life coach, I guess, is another topic. But uh, okay, I pay, uh, pay, I pay the pay. Apparently, the Amazing Red was going to be part of the Cruiserweight Classic, but he suffered a broken ankle recently and will not be involved in the tournament. He would have fit right in. Candice LeRae worked a dark match at the Lucha Underground tapings. She teamed with Joey Ryan against Sammy Callahan and Jessica Havoc. Ooh, that so would I'd pay to see that. He would pay to see that, baby. This I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Robocop? Yep, yeah, Robocop. <laughs> this is an interesting story coming out of the Slammiversary pay-per-view on Sunday. Right, that's a thing that happened. I wouldn't watch that for well, a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> apparently it was pretty good. But I, I, I do okay. want to watch it, Nonetheless, apparently almost nobody, or it was very close to nobody being able to watch that oh. pay-per-view. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Dean Broadhead, who is the Chief Financial Officer and Chief Operating Officer of TNA, uh, mentioned on a Facebook post on Saturday that he had to, and I quote, secure interim financing within 12 hours for production trucks to roll for the event. Jesus. 80 phone calls on his cell to attorneys, vendors, bankers, and employees. 12 hours to deal with everyone spread across the world. Wow. And apparently Billy Corgan is beca- uh, buying <laughs> in to be a minority owner they of TNA. Do you guys know what a money mark is? Uh, a mark that gives money. Exactly. Yeah. Billy, you're never going to see that money again. Nope. I know you love the business, but. And you know what? He, because he had his own promotion in Chicago for a while, I think, right? Yeah, yes. it folded. But they did like 12 shows. Yeah. Like he obviously. Remember when he first got brought in and they said he's going to be a part of the creative thing and he's going to bring different ideas to the table? Have we seen any of that? Yeah, like, I haven't watched, to be honest. It's, yeah, they that, have. There's that stuff that's Billy Corgan angles, as well as... Faction. But is it different, is what I'm saying? Yeah, it feels different. How? Which? What are you talking about? Like, Billy Corgan angles, like, he's kind of doing the... Helping with the Mike Bennett EC3 angle that I really like right now. Okay. Uh, as well as he's helping with a lot of, right, all the girl stuff. Like, there's that weird girl like, faction... Dollhouse? Dollhouse. They, they just broke up, but yeah, that oh. was a Billy Corgan thing. All right. And then the music for them was done by Hole. Oh, I thought Love he Band. did the music. No, oh, okay. the music for the because that's back when I was still watching it was uh, Doll Parts by Hole. Oh. Yeah, and then um, but he, and Marilyn Manson does uh, Abyss's theme now. I liked Abyss's theme before. Yeah, or maybe it's just for the decay. Maybe just for the tag team he's in right now. Okay. 
But yeah, I don't know. Um, it just sucks. seems like if if he does get like if if he wants full control and that's what he's getting at, I don't think that that's the well, right. Well, no, because Dixie's still majority. Right, but if he's trying to get it, like if he if he's seriously interested in purchasing TNA to try and make something of it, I don't know how well that goes for him. Well, he'll never get it away from Dixie. She won't give up no more than fifty one percent. So yeah, time will tell, I suppose. David Otunga is now joining the WWE announced team. He was on Superstars this week, apparently. Uh, do you like those stupid Funko things? Those fucking figures? Funko Pops? Yeah, your girlfriend likes them, doesn't she? She seems like a Funko Pop. Yeah, oh, yeah I don't mind. Her. It depends yeah, on what the ones. show or what they're for. You gave us one of those, right? Isn't that what that Daniel Bryan thing is? Uh, that's a blind box. Oh. Uh, apparently, Eva Marie, Seth Rollins, Bret Hart, Kevin Owens, and Bray Wyatt Funko figures will be coming out in August. Wait, can you give me those names one more time? Oh, my KO was one. Uh, Eva Marie. Okay, pass. Seth Rollins. Yeah, he's a wrestler. I'd probably buy that. Bret Hart, he's the guy who wears the pink. I'd probably pass on that one. He wears the pink. Kevin Owens is the guy who kind of looks like me. Well, vaguely. And Bray Wyatt kind of looks like me a little bit as well. Actually, Bray Wyatt kind of looks like Warren. I think a Bray Wyatt Funko would be fun. If Bray Wyatt ate Warren. I love you, Warren. I do. You know that. Uh, <laughs> I want to start here. Damien Sandow uh, was able to compete in that match at MCW the weekend because his no-compete clause does not... Include indie shows that are not on pay-per-view or internet pay-per-view. Okay. So somebody should make a call. Just saying. Putting that That's out true. I saw a video of him uh, do, being Cole Cabana's stunt double. I heard it was good. And it was it was very good. I got to see that video. That looks Sold like... the brain buster by going over to the corner and doing a headstand and kicking his legs. And Man, the man knows how to get himself over. He's very talented at being funny. The next NXT TakeOver event will be named NXT TakeOver Back to Brooklyn and will take place August 20th from Brooklyn, it's as not, I assume part of SummerSlam weekend. Not NXT the beginning? <laughs> the beginning of the second part? Uh, what about part NXT two. the prologue? Oh, boy. Uh, act 2. Uh, speaking of the Fight Network, this is exciting. They announced in a press release that they have signed a deal to air... New Japan Pro Wrestling English Language Series. Oh, thank goodness. It will debut on debut, debut on the Fight Network on July 7th with new episodes every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern in Canada. It is the Access TV show. Okay. Uh, Josh Barnett and Jim Ross. And last but certainly not least, Ricky Shane Page defeated Matt Tremont in the finals of the Combat Zone Wrestling Tournament of Death. Apparently, Zendig got buried. Or no, uh, not Zendig. Uh, the other guy. DJ was, Hyde. DJ Hyde got buried, and apparently the main event was uh, lots of glass. We will be covering this extensively. Yes, so as uh, soon as we're able to get our filthy little paws yeah. on that. I'm already in deathmatch mode. I just watched Prince of the Deathmatch. Funny thing. So RSP wins the, the whole tournament. Correct. Do you see the back of the t-shirt for the event? No. Okay, so the TOD like shirt has the back on the back has the name of all the people. Is he not on it? No, his name's spelled wrong. Is it? Yeah, they spelled Ricky wrong. Beautiful. Maybe that's them paying him back. But yeah, we'll, they printed uh, it and we're like, shit. Okay, what if you win the whole damn? Well, thing? that reminds me of uh, we had uh, a spelling mistake on PWA tickets many many years ago, probably 2013. Retribution was retribution. Whoops. And nobody noticed it until I was looking at the ticket at the show, and I'm like, this fucking says retribution on it. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, as soon as we get a hold of that, we will uh, watch it. We will cover it for the old Sap on IndyCast. Warren, I think you should come watch it with us. Sure. Is uh, uh, Action Bronson in there somewhere? 
Isn't the guy that looks like Action Bronson, you know? Matt Tremont? Sure. Yeah, he lost in the final. Oh, he made it to the final. Hot damn. Oh, I watched the Nick Gage documentary the other day. Like, all the way through. It's interesting, hey? Yeah, it is. You know what? And then as soon as I was done, what I do? Hop on the old Google machine. Nick Gage parole. Like, just try to figure out anything. Like, what happened? Uh, you know, speaking of documentaries, we both watched. I don't know if you have two the, last week. And we didn't even talk about it. The uh, Jake the Snake Resurrection. I've heard nothing. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, it's really good. Phenomenal. Marky was talking about it at the show on Saturday. So I uh, really I cried like a little girl at one yeah, point. Yeah, me and Vic teared up. Like I'm full on sobbing. Oh yeah, I believe it. It was, uh, and you know what it was? You know what really got me? Because it's talking about like you see all these struggles of him trying to get back on the road, and and he's talking about you know the Rumble is the goal. I want to be in the Rumble, and then he finds out I'm not going to be in the Rumble. But then he also finds out with that old school raw that they're going to bring him back and do a little thing. And when they showed that, like they talked through this whole process of the whole night's going on and DDP goes out there and they show the house, uh, DDP's house with all of his his mates, the DDP yoga guys watching this happen. And then he comes out. That's when I started going, even though I had already seen that and loved it. That's <laughs> yeah, what that was got like me your Mark when he came back out. God damn, that probably felt so fucking cool for that guy. I'll have to watch that. Uh, yeah, highly recommend. Yeah, Sapod stamp of approval. I think I think there we was... have one of those since uh, the Paul Heyman DVD. That is true. DVD. We're, we're true. Warren. We're you did the Photoshop or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I Snap loved it. Proof. Ten out of ten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Warren Bears. Um, there was there was a couple of things that I thought in that documentary might have been a little worky. But I think at the end of the day, that's just wrestlers being wrestlers. When there's a camera around, they oh, just yeah. go into that mode. Um, well, look at Seth Rollins all post-surgery. Exactly. All he's doped out up. Out of his mind. I'm going to get my title back. <laughs> it was awesome. Starts knife-edge chopping the nurse, thinking it's Roman Reigns. Oh, but not yeah. the greatest knife-edge chop in the yeah. history of the business. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, we got a bit more news. We just got this tweet. Oh, something's from, come uh, across the wire, has it? Jason Keisler of the uh, New Blood podcast good guy uh tna has been replaced with commercials for the last hour instead of their live extended show oh yeah they're supposed to go live tonight weren't they oh so that's pretty rough tna what Um, what the hell billy i did hear that that pay-per-view was okay though yeah i did too but i don't the thing is they set the bar so low for themselves that what is good in TNA's terms. I've got so much other stuff that I need to watch yeah. that that's I don't think I'll watch anything. What do you think of the supposed rumor that they want to do a Raw and SmackDown pay-per-view every month? Right, that like, was another thing. F- I meant to write it was that down. Jerry Lawler, I think it, that What is that all was about? Was at some Comic-Con and said, "Can we not we're do that?" Two. Please. That's too much. For stuff. so many reasons. I agree. Like, I'd be what? cool if they alternated every month. Yeah, like. then we can tell some stories. Yeah. TV will be made better because there'll have to that, be a couple of big matches they'll have to do on TV. That, to me, screams Vince going, "If well, if we do two a month, then they're really getting their value on the network. But it's too much fucking wrestling. Like, I get, I love wrestling as much as the next guy, and I'll watch it nonstop, but too much of a good thing is a bad thing, right? And that's the issue. And even if they, even if they are going to just add... Like, you don't need to have two for Royal Rumble, I think. January yeah, is pretty safe. Yeah, they said the big four they would leave. Mania. Okay, so the big... Even then, you're still looking that's at adding eight. another eight. Yeah. That's 20 pay-per-views a year. Like, if they... That's add, a lot of pay-per-views. If they add those eight pay-per-views and make SmackDown three hours, I might blow my brains out. I wish there was only 10 a year. Like, I'm okay with going like, oh, there hasn't been a pay-per-view in 45 days. Like, that's okay to me. 
Well, back when it was only the big four, it was awesome. True. Because it, it was huge. Like, finally, those pay-per-views came around. I was like, right. and you'd finally, get, you'd it's get time the occasional for good match on TV, too. SummerSlam 89, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. I hope that's not. I hope. Because I know Lawler likes to say Maybe things. Maybe he's just senile and doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He likes to say things just to say things and get himself a little bit of spotlight. So I'm hoping that that's what it is. Hoping. I concur. How's hoping. your sobriety coming along, by the way? It's good. No. What day are we at now? It is no day issues. 14. Half a month. Good Down for you. the tube. In a good way. Sweet. Yeah. It's good. All right. Uh, that's good. Nothing else news-wise? Oh, we got another tweet. No, that's just Scotty favoriting it. All right. <laughs> uh, takeover? Oh, right. Takeover happened last week. Um, do that before we do raw. Let me just, uh, I got to play Scotty and entertain the people. Well, All right. I- so, Big Bad Boris, back to the Nick Gage thing. So, I never really watched a lot of Nick Gage before he went to prison. It's just so funny that looking back, he looks like such a different guy. Well, he got himself into amazing shape while yeah. he was in the joint. Which in like, that documentary is amazing because there's a couple matches like him versus Chris Dickinson. Just seems like a legit shoot fight. Chris Dickinson seems like a tough son of a bitch. Yeah. Though. Well, that was pretty Was that the it. match with the ring that was like the bar ring that was like six inches off the ground? No. Um, or was that the other one? Another match. No, this was at like, well, it looked to that be kind of like That was his first like match a, back, right? Second match was back. Second, okay. His first match back was a tag match, um, which was like really shitty, actually. But uh, and that, but I don't blame Gage for that one, actually. But he could like he did some pretty good work in those two matches. As he came yeah, back. Like, he was. He, and then when like, he came back for just... like Tod and Cage of Death issue. Yeah, area. he wasn't always just a death match guy. Like I'm not going to sit here and say you know he's Bret Hart or anything, but you know he could work. But uh, it doesn't seem like all that nice of a guy. <laughs> no. No, you know, like sometimes I watch a shoot and instantly I'm like, man, I would, I would hope that my local feds would bring this guy in because he seems like a nice guy or yeah. has cool stories. Nick Gage really seems like he was just like, nope, I'm in it for me. Yeah. But like his fans are weird. Scott, you are just fascinated by this guy, hey? Nick this Gage? whole story about the. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy story, it is. though. It is. It is. Uh, speaking of legal tr- troubles, didn't I, I think I read somewhere. That uh, uh, Hart had the charges dropped against him. Teddy Char, yeah. I'm not saying anything about. Teddy. Okay, all right, that's fair. Indeed, I should have brought you guys, it up. You guys can talk about. Teddy I'm a big fan want. of Ted, so uh, <laughs> I enjoy his work. All right, NXT Takeover, <laughs> the end of the first era. The end did, of the beginning is what they call right. it. Like, what the fuck is that? Triple H. Did you guys watch his uh, his? Facebook Live thing? No, because I watched it. Um, you didn't miss it. I watched no, the NXT in, in like tape delay or whatever, like well, a couple hours later. It's an late, NXT so. thing, Scotty. Not a Triple H mark to watch a well, video about oh, NXT. Did I, how, how did I find it, though? On his, was like, Ho Ho Lun with him by any chance? Yeah. Was, if Ho Ho Lun's there, I'm not watching it. Was it was him in that, uh, that interview check. But I can't anyways. wait to see Ho Ho. Just to see what he looks like. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but well, it, he, he can't just... perform, and this is the biggest disappointment that we're hyping up this guy. Then it's going to be even better. If Ho-Ho goes <laughs> out there, shits the bed. That's our I'm, pick. I'm going to buy his T-shirt. We each have our individual picks, but the Sat Pod pick. The Sat Pod pick. Ho-Ho Lund. We got Ho-Ho. Hashtag Ho-Ho. Uh, we had a dark <laughs> match on NXT TakeOver Was between there? Peyton Royce and uh, Ember Moon. Peyton Royce, PWA alumni. Uh, Ember Moon, also known as Athena. Oh, Athena from Ring of Honor. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw that she's been there, like, signed for the past, like, two years. Who went over? Um, Not Peyton Royce, I bet. 
Uh, Ember Moon. Athena. What a figure. There you go. Athena's awesome. First match is uh, Ty Dillinger taking on Andrade Cien Almas. Now, I had thoughts about this as I was watching it. Because I thought in your first match when they built this guy up, they really want to put him over. I had the same thoughts and just as you continue. I don't think that Dillinger was the best guy to do that because Dillinger's starting to really get over. So you can't Especially have... Especially for that crowd. When this is when this is at full sale, and we all know how much they love their own that they've seen grow and become whatever they've become. So you can't yes. have C and Kara, which I'm going to call him now, okay. uh, <laughs> come in there and just step all over and kill the momentum that Dillinger's built up and vice versa. So, I mean, if the point was to get C and Kara over... Failure. If the point was to maybe get both of them over, then it was a success because it was a good match. Just I don't know what they were trying to get out of it. Yeah, it did seem like a, like I know I'm not explaining myself the way I, it I know sounds mean, in my though. head, but it it, it kind of like the seemed, match was really good. Like there's nothing wrong with it. It's just weird. It seemed counterproductive for what Ty Dillinger is. He's been rolling, but I guess you also don't want to put a squash match on to open up your you know pay per view quote unquote event. It was a very, very good match between these two guys. Yeah, uh, it's the first go. time that I had seen this Almas guy. Have you guys seen him before? I've seen him in, in Mexico, yeah. Oh, yeah, with, I saw uh, a bit of the La Sombra stuff. With the mask on and yeah. everything. He's an attractive man. He was a handsome young gentleman. Like, I, I think yeah, it was... Why do, uh, why do you ever have a mask in the first place? Because that's what you do in Mexico. No, I know, but, like, you know how, like, there's some guys when they wear a mask, there's a reason why they wear a mask. What are you trying to say? Some guys are not the best lookers in the biz. Okay, well, Mexico. Like Sin Cara. Then maybe Mexico is a country full of ugly people. Is that what you're saying? Well. Yeah, sir. All right. I was going to be what's our demographic like in, uh, in Mexico? What a right whole, now. whole lot heard this right now. Oh, no. I hear PWA is huge in Turkey, though. Oh, I know. You know what? I hear Sapod's getting big in Turkey, too. <laughs> Which one? Uh, a real Sapod? <laughs> We're I, the only uh, Sapod, really, baby. I really, really hope that they start giving Ty Dillinger a push. Well, I think that if a t-shirt. what everyone is saying, well, that's one thing. Yeah, he does have merch now. But if, you know, what everyone's predicting is true and we're going to see a bunch of call-ups, I think he might be one of the next in line to be moved up to the upper echelon of NXT. To fill the spots of the guys that get called up. I think he's Canadian, too. Is he Canadian? He's, yeah, yeah he's from uh, Niagara. Yep. Is Ho-Ho Lund Canadian? No, no he's no. Chinese. Uh, so you have uh, CN going over in his debut match. Uh, yeah. What do you think of the suspenders? Uh, yeah. It's okay. I didn't like the hat with the feather. Was that too godfathery for you? It wasn't. Well, it did make me think of the Godfather. I just thought it was unnecessary. I've never seen the Godfather. The wrestler, Godfather, with the feather in his hat. Oh, okay. I've yes. seen him. Yes. Yeah, the ho-ho line yeah. train. He's I've a... never seen the Godfather either, though. <laughs> Have you never seen the... You're the only person I know besides me nope. who's never seen it. I've never, never seen, seen Godfather oh, either. Solidarity, boys. There you go. You, you, you are a millennial. Uh... <laughs> Yes, I was briefly offered a spot in the Millennial Revels on That's Saturday. Right. Uh, Colton Kelly now referred to as the Millennial Falcon, which yes. is So we got Fury and the Millennial Falcon in the thickness. I pitched a few ideas at Colton Kelly for this Millennial Falcon. Oh, boy. It's, uh, there's some, Will you some share them with me later? Oh, uh, sure. sure. Right. I'll, yeah. I'll share this other gimmick with you. I gave Colton to the tourist. It's hilarious. Oh, God. The tourist. It's for when he turns a baby face. Which will be a week from never. <laughs> well, you guys love your Colton Kelly, don't you? Uh, he's friend of a show. Yeah. He, it, listen. You know yeah, so am I. You talk shit show? about me all the time. I talk shit about Colton Kelly. He, he's yeah. like a shitty golden retriever. Like That's his personality type. Like He's like a dog you want to love. Like, 
oh, you're such a good boy, but he just does stuff where you're like, you're such a shit. NXT Tag Team Champions Thank you. is the second match. <laughs> Moving it along. Uh, it's the Revival taking on the, uh, the uh, no, just the American Alpha. Although I think somebody called them the American Alphas at some point. Oh, probably. Whether that was Tom or I don't know who it I was. I think Corey but. Graves said that on commentary. Uh, you get the Revival going over here and winning back the tag championships. Are they is... the first ever two-time yes, tag? Yes, they are. Well, the way they did it I thought was interesting because as soon as they lost, I'm like, oh, I guess you know they're going to get the call. But then they got beaten up by whoever these new dudes are, so it's like, well, maybe they're not getting the call because they're going to stay back and feud with these guys. So it's keeping me guessing about what's going to happen next. The match was freaking awesome, though. really yeah. liked it. Yeah. That crowd is popping hard for like the double ankle locks. Yeah. It, these Both these teams are tremendous. You could call both these teams up tomorrow, and they would fit right in, in my in my opinion. But, um, yeah, I, I I wanted the same thing, too. And I was like, okay, I'm I cool. guess Alpha gets the call up. But then you had that attack with, uh, they named them, and I don't remember what they called They're them. They're called now. the Authors of Pain. Which right. Which is awful. With... Uh, Ellering as Paul their manager. Ellering. I love how they were chanting, who are you? Well, Paul Ellering. Good job there, super smart think, crowd I there. I think they were chanting cell. at the guys in the ring, and um, they just hadn't noticed that Ellering was there yet. I'm not sold on that. Yeah, I, I really don't think they were chanting, but maybe. I don't know. They maybe. they don't take me as a, like, I want to say, like, hope that they knew who Paul Ellering was. But they take me as a crowd that wouldn't. Anyways. It's like Ho-Ho Lan showed up. Uh, I think it's interesting. I'm excited to see how Ellering... Uh, and you know what these guys made me think of when they came out? Three-minute warning. Three-minute warning were awesome. Yeah. The big guys that can move quick and just destroy people. Did I they like look it. Samoan to you? Yes. Because, boy, we need more of them. The one guy was in uh, <laughs> <laughs> He was in uh, a few episodes, I think, of uh, Breaking Ground. Like, just as, like, a car mate for people that were actually featured in the show. He was uh, one of the guys, and I'm sure, I'm sure of it. But that's what did you watch I that Breaking Ground special that was on after that they didn't really explain and hype up enough? I did. It was pretty good. It was good. What was discussed in it? Couldn't get old Bill Shatner to voice it. It was just uh, kind of following up on what they had talked about in the first season. And like yeah, it was where like people tying are up now. the loose ends. Oh, like, okay. It's like, hey, where are they now? Tyler Breeze, how you like that main roster slot? Yeah. Hey, Apollo Cruz, how do you like your main roster spot? Cruz is going to be okay, don't worry. I think so, too. Uh, so yeah, Revival win the championships there. That was a big surprise. Yep. I was quite surprised with that. Yeah, but I was okay with it being like, if Alpha goes to the main roster with this brand split, I'm okay with that. And I like, I really like the Revival as an old school team on NXT. Yep, me too. Who won the picks on this one? Do we know? Uh, you did. Oh, that's two in a row, boys. No, you weren't even here for the picks, were you? Because we did it two weeks ago. Yeah, I wasn't here. Because we well, weren't sure anyway. if we would do the podcast <laughs> before. I'm checking to see if we... Then I think Scotty did. Because oh, Brando had uh, had Austin Aries going over Shinsuke, which is the next match that uh, was wrong. Shinsuke wins that match. And I had another weird one, too, I think. Anyways, what did we think of Austin Aries and Shinsuke Nakamura as a match? Sexual intercourse? Yeah. Really, Ooh. really good. Dream match, quote-unquote. I've been a big fan of Aries for a long time, and uh, he can go. Yes, he can. Um, Shinsuke's going to be all right, too, I think. Hey, that's a safe assessment. By the rumor has it, the next thing for him is Balor at Brooklyn. Yeah, sign me up for that, by the way. Yeah, I'm okay to see that. Balor and that's got to be Balor's swan song, right? You yeah, it sounds like that's going to be his, uh, his send-off match. Uh, Scotty and I tied for picks. 
because we had the exact All right. same I'll, I'll picks take it. in every single match. Uh, so yeah, Shinsuke goes over. There was a moment in this match where I thought maybe they might have Aries go over, but ultimately I think this is the right move for Shinsuke, and he will uh, he'll move up the ranks. I don't think Aries loses anything by losing that match either. No, no losing to Nakamura doesn't hurt people. Nope. Uh, Nakamura hurts people. Women's match for the NXT Women's Championship. Asuka taking on Nia Jax. I remember liking it, but I don't remember specifics. It's like a week ago now. That's like yeah. a, a lifetime when you're this old. I uh, <laughs> I I thought Nia Jax looked pretty good. I'd it's say the best match we've seen her so far. Yes, I'd say it was the best that we've seen out of her. They made a really good point on commentary to push the fact that she controlled most of the match, which is something that they haven't seen from Asuka yet. Asuka uh, kind of being on the defense more than the offense, which is a cool thing to kind of give Nia. But... Um, I don't know. They, they, again, there's just something missing from Nia Jax. I don't She's know. She's not if, like most girls. <laughs> it needs like viciousness. Uh, I don't know. I Ruthless just, aggression. Yes, something. I don't know. She's she missing. She needs to it. be a bit more bitchy or something. She needs to get rid of that leg drop. Said that before. I was hoping that the power bomb was going to kind of start to be her thing, and she did use it, but it seemed like it was just a. A callback to the go home with the contract signing powerbomb. So the only thing I don't like at this match is right at the finish when she yells and then gets kicked. Yeah. So like, well, if you have the energy to yell, fucking get out of the way get your or do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just kind of like, okay. I'm well, a big fan of Nia Jax. I'm a big fan of Oscar. I, uh, she's got a lot of work to do, I think. Uh, Oscar's great. No complaints from Oscar. The work's already done there. Like, she gets it. Uh, did you watch the newest Botchamania that went up yesterday? Yeah, yeah, I think I did, actually. They used Oscar saying, you talk, you too, much. talk too much for the talk too much <laughs> thing, which is great. Made me laugh. Main event, cage match. Finn Balor, Samoa Joe. Tremendous match. Fucking way better than I expected yeah, it. I went in with too. super low expectations of, like, because I was kind of like Boris in the mindset of, like, well, why is this a cage yeah, match? Cage like, matches are sometimes off, often they're kind of eh, but yeah, this one was really good. Yeah, there were some awesome high risk spots of like both guys standing on ropes or yeah. Um, Balor hit a couple sling blades, which is from I the always pop for that top rope. One of them too, which is really cool. Um, and the finish is great too with the uh, the muscle buster, muscle buster. Yep, that was called, yeah. That sounded weird when I said it from the uh, from the top rope, which I thought was really cool. Really good finish. I always cringe now when I see that move. Match is great. Great match. Uh, why do you cringe? Because uh, uh, Balor kind of got nicked by it by the last top rope one. And other guys, sometimes it... It did, yeah, it, it looks... When like, he does it from the top, it just there's times where it looks more devastating maybe when, than When it he is. was setting up, it just looked like the way that he was standing originally... I was like, how are you going to? But then he turned yeah. weird, and I was like, oh, No, okay, Joe's generally like pretty good about it, but there's moments just, where like, it looks like a pretty deadly move. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe still looks great. And this is this is an interesting dynamic for Finn now because now there's this whole will he, won't he go up now that this is done, now that he's been beaten by the guy that beat him again, which I like. But it seems like they're going to keep him down there. Granted, I went ahead and read the spoilers. I haven't read spoilers yet, so, so I don't know. I'm so trying keep, not keep to be blatantly here, obvious, but um, yeah, I like the dynamic now with Finn, where it's what's gonna happen with this guy? Does he get another shot? 
It's good. That's two shots. No more shots for you. Who's next for uh, Joe? Do you guys think? Where do you go from here? I don't know. Number one contenders battle royale. No, please not. <laughs> Aries wins it. I mean, that would be cool, but it doesn't make any sense booking wise. Yeah, well, I no. mean, but Aries just lost to Knack. Does that really hurt him that bad? Yeah, but you shouldn't get a title shot after you lose to anybody. Well, that happened with AJ Styles at Mania. Well, hey, <laughs> I never said that made sense either. <laughs> I mean, if he is winning a battle royal, maybe, but I don't know. There's, that's yeah, that the is thing. kind of funny. Who would be the next guy in line? It's a bit of a steep drop off. I would say or... Nakamura would be the next guy, but he's working Balor. Nia Jax. <clears throat> Ty Dillinger. Sure. Why not? Ty Dillinger should get a shot, even if it's for TV. They really need to, going back to Ty Dillinger, they really need to establish whether he is a face or a heel. Because he's kind of flipped from week to week. God, I hope not. Mind you. Oh, did you see Biff Busick's new name? I'll tell you exactly who is going to get the next shot. Who? Bobby Roode. Up top. That's a possibility. That is a distinct possibility. Like that. How great was let's talk about that too. How great was that little little tease on the takeover? Oh, show? Bobby Roode walking into the office. I like that brilliant. Regal has eyes in the back of his head and it could just sense that Bobby Roode was there. Yeah. I thought it was great. Like this is the stuff that I you do just, like that though. Like you sometimes you never see that on the main roster. You don't need to be kind of hit over the head with it, just kind of very subtle, like, oh Because I'm waiting for it the whole show, because yeah. I thought in the back of my mind. Uh, rude. We're getting something with Rude tonight because it's just been rumored for so long. Let's do something. Let's make something happen. And I'm waiting for it, waiting for it. I'm like, oh, there's another throwaway segment with Regal. And then he walked out that door, and I just like started pointing. I'm like, oh, that's that's him. And he just walks by, and it's a subtle little nod. I thought it was just a brilliant way of doing it. On a side note, apparently Moose from ROH was backstage at uh, Takeover. Apparently, he drove there with Apollo Cruz, and apparently. Tiger Raj Singh, a.k.a. Jinder Mahal, was backstage at the TNA pay-per-view. Oh. Do any of those mean anything? Perhaps not, but again, speculation is always fun. Without speculation, there is no sad pot. It's true. Sad pot t-shirt idea number 4357. Because Jinder Mahal, or Tiger Tiger Singh, is that correct? Yes. Tiger could just be there as a friend of Drew Galloway. He could be. Just, hey, we got a big show coming up. We got a really big show. Really big shoe coming up. I'd like you to be a really guest. Really big shoe. Really big shoe. Bobby Rude. Bobby Rude. All right. Uh, takeover was good. Yeah. We yeah. All agree. Hey, yeah. Two hours of solid wrestling. No nonsense. Hell yeah. Thumbs up from board. Yeah. There was like real no. Like, what was the biggest downer on that show? Nothing. No. There's nope. never really a low spot in NXT. It's like when the quote-unquote worst match is still really awesome, Right. then you know that it's a good night. Yeah, it was a great card, top to bottom. How would we rank this amongst other takeovers? One of the best ones. It's all a blur to me, dude. Now, at this point, I can't compare other takeovers because there's been so many, but I would say that this was like definitely one of the better ones. Yeah, I thought the last one was better. Like it, it wasn't the in best Dallas. The, the WrestleMania yeah. one. Well, but, uh, yeah, the, the crowd will probably. What's be more. your match of the year so far? We're halfway through 2016. I was thinking about this the other day because I was planning on keeping a log of what I thought was match of the year, Excuse but me. mine hasn't changed in a long time. What what's yours right now? Mine is still Shinsuke, yeah. Shinsuke and Sami Zayn. Yeah, me too. Me too. 
Without seeing all of Super Juniors, uh, I'm going to say Ricochet Osprey. Granted, I haven't seen any of Super Juniors. So. I do have the finale ready to watch, though. Good. I, I heard uh, Bobby Fish and Osprey had a match that's amazing. In the Robert tournament. Fish? Robert Fish. Fishbone, as Marky calls him. Fishbone. Oh, yeah. Fishbone and... Fishbone and shithead. Yeah, fishbone and shithead. <laughs> and I forgot fuck, about that. I fucking calling... ruin Red Dragon for, me for the rest of my life, because now every time I see him, I'm like, oh, here comes, here comes fishbone and shithead. Good. All right. Now uh, let's talk about the Monday Night Raw. Now get the gun! You were actually right with it. Was I? Up until the very end. I failed because I didn't know. boy. That'll be it. But I yeah, like to hear it, this yeah it was good. Because Boris can't hear that. And he was uh, spot on there. I went in blind. Spot on. Thanks, brother. Uh, we're back at the Smoothie King Center. Smoothie in King. In Uh Yeah, this is uh, a lovely name for arena. Oh, there's just the music coming back up on me there. All right. Five-star podcast. The show starts. With a uh, comedy bit with New Day. I hate to be out. rude right now, but I'm going to cut you off and tell you the show started with a sign of solidarity. Oh, right. Fuck that guy and everything you stand for. Yeah, that was uh, fucked. That whole thing was just terrifying. The news coming out afterwards with the text messages. Like that whole, I can't. And what's coming out now is just, it's very upsetting and very sad because apparently it's, it's going to come out now that this guy is gay. And due to his religious beliefs, he's a, a self-hating gay man. And that makes me feel sorry for him. But at the same time, totally. like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to get all political. Horrible but, story. But I, I, I feel it should be acknowledged. It was good of them to, to even though it had passed. It's a classy it was, move. It was, it's yeah, like it was an two E3. or three days. And yeah. Everyone was wearing the rainbow pin who was on yeah. stage. TNA uh, apparently did something because their pay-per-view was in Orlando. Oh, yeah. did you see the fucking Matt Hardy thing? So they did something for uh, to start off the pay-per-view. That's well. cool. What Matt Hardy thing? Matt Hardy tweets fucking oh, like yeah. an hour after it happens, because that's the day of Slammiversary, going like, oh, it's such a tragedy what happened. May the people in the Orlando area enjoy me and my brother wrestling tonight. And it was like, Matt Hardy, you fucking idiot. I'm sure it was meant well. It was more yeah. like... Yeah. He was trying to be, I yeah. think, gimmick with that, but... Certain things Come and join me and Brother Nero. You just you leave it alone, maybe. Just just a thought. But hold anyways. on before we get into raw, Boris. Have you seen that segment everyone's talking about? With the with like the kitchen table. With the yeah, the kitchen no, table I and haven't. the dirt bike. Somebody sent it to me. I'll, I'll link it to you because I'm too lazy to look for it myself. But I showed Victoria because she's just like she's like you. She's like I'm not. I'm never going back to TNA. Like they've they've just ruined per, uh, like their product for me. And then so I show her this, and she, she had the Brando reaction of like, is this real or is this fake? Is this supposed to be this shitty? But it's like over the top and like, do you think Matt Hardy was really playing the piano there? No. There's playing no the way. piano? Yeah. What the hell? I know. There's like dirt Have you seen it, Warren? Wide shots. Yeah. They were telling me about it. They just saw it before I like did. Like bad like in a good way or is it bad like in a bad way? Bad in like if, if your friends that kind of know you watch wrestling, saw you watching that, they would never, ever let you forget about it. Is it bad like it wearing a Flames jersey bad? Yes. 
Really? That bad. That's they call bad. you Brother Nero for the rest of your life. So you guys were saying that that was their last name. I always thought that it was that Nero was Jeff Hardy's middle name. I don't think so. I think it's their real. I thought last their name. their Wikipedia name was Shoot one. was Shoot Hardy, but again, I could be wrong. Sorry, I didn't mean to get off on a on a tangent here. No, this Hardy Boys thing is totally worth the tangent. It is. <laughs> it's so bad. It's it is good. what it's created. Oh, it's Cruella Deville, Matt Hardy. I've seen pictures of him. I didn't Home think those were real when I first Homeboy's saw them. looking rough. It is, oh, you're right. Nero is his middle name. What's her real last Hardy name? Hardy is the last name. I was right, damn it. Everyone Hardy. called me a mark last week. I was right. Uh, They're indie shaming you again, Scotty. Know, Don't let it happen. <laughs> I know. I'll did get you, hot again. Uh, did you guys see what they did on the Go Home Show for Impact with this angle? No. Matt Hardy's in the ring spewing his fucking bullshit. Lights go out. I told this to Brandon. Oh, yeah, he I heard about this. Lights go out, off for a few seconds, come back on, and the entire crowd had willow masks on. For the first, like, four rows, and then they ran out of masks. Uh, uh, willow. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Like, this uh, is a defined line of where, like, a guy wanted it's enough. Mask. Enough with the hearty stuff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, somebody, yeah, Scotty, send it to me tonight. I will. Yeah. It's so bad that there was a botchumania dedicated to... Just it's called Let's All Laugh at the Hardys. What yeah. number botch many up to you? Like three hundred and ten now. Three ten, yeah. Because I download them all in like groups when I can find them, but I think I'm like way behind download in them, watching man. them. Full on downloads. Oh yeah, heavy I've, duty. I've got like a whole swag of them on a hard drive. Good. The Matthew cops are gonna come looking for you. <laughs> well, if okay, if it's like the Netflix how cops, the cops not looking for him. That's true. That's true. That's a great point. The Netflix cops can't. I actually don't uh, use the American Netflix anymore. Anyway, Me neither. So. They got really good at cracking down on that. Yeah, like um, my, my VPN didn't work anymore. And then I didn't need it for the network anymore either, so I got rid of it. Fuck it. Put that cigarette out. Uh, the show opens with the comedy bit of New Day coming out. They were making fun of his uh, Steph Curry shoes, which have been mocked on the internet all weekend. I'm after not their cool big enough reveal. to know why that's a thing because I'm like, why? The, well, Steph Curry's a really good basketball no, player. No, I know who Steph Curry is. I just don't know why the shoes were so significant. Who's Steph Curry? They're just horrible shoes. They're brand new shoes and they just look like old man shoes. Old man loafers. All right. Like they're not flashy. They're not pumps. They're not high tops. They look they're like just, something my dad would wear. Me too. Like they look like new era shoes that you get at like Sport Check. Fair that are cost twenty bucks, um, okay. but anyways, they make fun of it. Then Enzo and Cass come out. They also make fun of uh, Kofi Kingston's shoes, and then uh, we also learn that Enzo spent the night with Francesca too. Fuck, so stupid. Which angered Xavier, and Xavier said, "I'm the only one that gets to blow my girl." So stupid. Really? Oh, I thought these guys were horrible. fucking hilarious together. It was horrible. funny, but it's shitty comedy. I. Because my wife was still in the room because she was just heading up to bed. So that's when I started to watch Roz when she goes to bed. And I looked at her. I'm like, I'm really worried that we're starting to see New Day jump the shark a little bit. Because this was not good at all. I did not like it at all. And I've been on the New Day train for a long time. But this was stupid. I was pretty 50-50 It, it, on it. did seem a little forced in that like they were setting up for this tag match that they had already told us was going to happen with the eight man with both teams on you know either side. All four teams involved in this tag team match at Money in the Bank. But... Yeah, I, 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 the only thing I didn't like is that they started to get heated at each other, and then it's like, okay, now we're best friends That's again, what and we're my wife tag. said too. Like, are they friends now? I'm like, yeah, which yeah, is a little they're, weird. They're, but they're the baby faces in this know. whole deal. I, I, uh, I laughed several times throughout this promo, so I was okay with it. I liked them all standing on the ladders last week more than I like this. <laughs> well, 
Not me, but that's fair. But again, that's I might be enough. an idiot. After you see my picks for this pay-per-view, I might be the biggest idiot alive. All right. Uh, so we go right into that tag match. It's uh, the club, Gallows and Anderson, with the Vaude Villains taking on uh, Enzo and Cass and uh, the New Day consisting of Kingston and large Edward Langston. We get uh, the club winning the match with their magic killer on Kofi. I can't believe Gallows was the guy to pin him. Of all the people on that team to get the pin, we're going to let Gallows pin him. Yeah, I we, both Brando and I, when this match started, called that the club would be getting the pin. I didn't really know which one. I didn't think it mattered too much. Why, I don't, why, why, why are you surprised that it's Gallows? What am I missing? Oh, it's just, I like, I don't think Gallows is that good of a wrestler. I love Gallows as, like, uh, his shtick, and he seems like a funny worker and whatnot. But to me, he's got classic lazy big man, and he'll be the first to tell you he does very lazy big man style I mean. wrestling. And I don't know, it's just funny that the guy who was formerly Festus, now I think that is long gone in WWE books. They don't even want you to remember that. Yeah, well, totally. But to me, it's just funny knowing like that guy. It'd be like the equivalent if like if there was a tag match and it was CM Punk and Cabana and Cabana pinned him, I'd be like, that's kind of funny. That they let of of the two workers, they don't let Carl get the pin. Maybe that's why. Maybe they want to make sure that everyone knows that Luke Gallows is a force, even Apparently, though maybe he's, he's not very as... well loved backstage I right now. I saw that too. Everybody thinks he's uh, hilarious or whatever. Uh, second Botchmania mention of the night. Did you see the thing of him when he was on that Tough Enough that never aired? When he went to go hit the ropes, but he hadn't been in a ring that big? Yeah, from the so developmentally he to, speaking bit. He went to hit the ropes. Who? Luke, Luke Gallows. Gallows? Uh, and he tried to bounce off the ropes about two feet short, so ended up Ooh. going under the first rope. and You get hurt doing that. Oh, it and looked he pretty scary. like Johnny Ace, and he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> Bet that never happened to Ho-Ho-Lun. No. Hell no. Our boy Ho-Ho-Lun is flawless. Fucking perfect. Satpod I can't wait to get... Can you Google him? I want to see what he looks... I'm going to do it on my phone. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Titus O'Neil comes out for a match, but before he even makes it to the ramp, Rusev comes out, destroys him, puts them in the accolade, and the referees tried to pull him away and eventually do. See, this is what I like. Rusev is back to looking like a monstrous heel here again. That's what I said to Brando, too. In three weeks... Well, let's call it a month... They have completely saved Rusev, which is fucking yeah, thank God. Yeah, they've turned him right around again. Thank God. It's crazy what these what the WWE can do when they really set their mind to it. When they say, okay, we've screwed up with Rusev a little bit. Let's start put, put booking him as a monster and get him back to where he was. And here we are a month later, and it's fine. He's perfect again. Oh, yeah. I'm a big ho-ho-lun fan That, that is our kind of guy. Like, you got your phone with you? Yeah, just text it to me. Uh, Texas Scotty too, and then Scotty can tweet it, so everyone knows what our boy our Ho-Ho boy Ho Ho One. See if you he's can gonna, find he's him gonna on be Sapod non WWE Wrestler of the <laughs> Year this year. There's a chance. Uh, yeah, see if you can find him on Twitter too. Maybe we can tweet at him. Maybe we get that follow, that sweet sweet follow. Uh, Shane and Stephanie McMahon are backstage, and guess who's back, guys? Our buddy Corporate Kane. Fucking right. I think this is gonna kind of fall into the Teddy Long, where they just keep bringing guys so back. Too. To it was um, interesting though. There was some. Yeah, he wants to run SmackDown and uh, tries to convince him. I didn't until the later segment where Kane books the the. Uh, it was the main event, right? Yeah. When no, it wasn't anyway. Uh, no, no, it was the second main event. But um, when Kane that other segment when he referenced the igniting of the te- or electrocuting the testicles didn't even click with me in this segment. I d- didn't even think about it until they referenced it later. I'm like, 
holy shit, these guys did have a fucking long ass feud that went for a million years ago. That was right when I started, too. When I started watching wrestling. Fuck, that was. How old were you in 1997, by the way? Five. Kindergarten. I was just Uh, starting. I was four. Kindergarten. Because I was like, that's when that DX song came out. Yep. Five years old. Picture five year old me running around giving the chop everywhere. He's crotch chopping everybody. Uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins are guests on the returning Ambrose Asylum, Sans Mitch. No potted plant this time around. Uh, they uh, both come out. Well, actually, it was funny because Ambrose did this uh, very short intro for uh, Rollins, which made me laugh. Where you just like, and it's come the worst, Seth Rollins. And then he came out. Uh, Ambrose was trying to get Rollins to admit that they had some good times. And they kept going and going. And then finally, Rollins, like, starts. Do- this was strange to me. I get that it was all a swerve because at the end he goes, you know what my favorite part was when I hit you with the chair? But Well, I saw the- that coming a mile away. Me too. But even for the two minutes as they were doing it, I was like, why would you even do this? Why wouldn't you just have him say that line right from the get-go? He's like, you know what? We did have one really good time. And that was when instead of doing the, remember when we were in Raleigh? And I don't know. It just seemed. Because I got three hours to fill. Seems I like this segment, actually. No, I didn't have a problem with it either. Uh, me neither. I thought the segment was cool. I just didn't like him doing as much as he did, I guess, is my biggest problem. It seems like always in these types of segments, at least one of us always says that they're just too long, which is, I think, just just a commentary on the WWE as a whole. Please, dear God, don't give us two pay-per-views a month. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I know this is cool. And, and you know what? When the Shield, Brando's been saying this for a long time, too. When the Shield comes back, I'll mark out. Oh yeah. When we'll they finally go back down that road, like there's 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 money to be made on that. So fine by me. Uh, it ends up in uh, an all-out brawl after Ambrose teased winning the briefcase and cashing in on the champion in the same night, and then all three brawled and it ended with Ambrose hitting the dirty deeds on Reigns and standing tall. What a tease! You think there's any uh, any fire to this smoke? No, but it does add a nice wrinkle for people to look out to when they're uh, yeah I agree. watching the old PPV. I agree. Uh, Paige is still a wrestler. I found her boy Ho Ho on uh, on Twitter. What is it? Uh, it's at Ho Ho Lun. H O H O L U N. Yeah. Good. H O H O L U N. It's at Ho Ho Lun. Spelled that way. We just said seven one nine. Follow him, please. His six one nine. His is so much better. It's a seven one nine. That's what I'm assuming that Dude, I love his, like, emo hair. Uh, Paige and Charlotte are having a match with Natalia and Becky Lynch on commentary. Uh, By the way, Natalia and Becky will face Charlotte and Dana Brooke at Money in the Bank in a tag match. WWE Women's Championship not on the line. I'm okay with that. That's okay. It doesn't have to get defended all the time, as long as she's in a program. Charlotte was knocked out of the ring right in front of the announced uh, table, and... uh, the, the two girls were kind of chirping at her, Charlotte or, uh, Natalia and Becky. So Dana then picks her up and throws her back in the ring, which then Paige hits the rampage and wins the match. Did Charlotte not get pinned in a non-title match recently another time? Maybe. I'm trying to think because I honestly think that it was Paige that pinned her again. Yeah, that kind of I could have swore that, she'd lo- yeah. that she had lost another singles match recently. Yeah, you could be right. But I guess it throws Paige into the mix because 
she's been kind of absent. Like I've kind Can't of forgotten about. I don't know yeah, what the deal is with her. If she's tired from Del Rio or whatever, but <laughs> Warren's making an obscene <laughs> gesture right now. But uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Or maybe they'll just you know forget it and she'll go back to obscurity. I don't like this tease of of uh, Dana and Charlotte splitting already. I didn't think that this is way too soon. Yeah, like have them dominate for a bit, and I don't think they'll be, be splitting force. anytime soon. I agree, but I just don't even like the the dissension this early, unless it's maybe it's all a work that they're they they planned this or I don't know. Anyways, uh, Seamus and Zach Ryder, uh, Scotty, have you or have you not already ordered the new Zach Ryder shirt? No, but it's it's a nice looking T shirt. You, There's going a new Zach Ryder shirt. Oh uh, yeah, just says it says, it says I still. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, does it say I still? Yeah, it says that. That's a line from his song. Oh, yeah. You may have left me, stop, but I still stop, woo, shut up, woo, woo, stop, woo. Stop, stop, stop. Say you moved on and found yourself a new broski. Seamus picks up the win. Shockingly. Shockingly. With a broke kick. And then after the match, Seamus is beating up on Zack Ryder. When Apollo Crews runs out and makes the save. He actually looked like angry. There was emotion in his face, which was nice. He wasn't just smiling. Um, it's good to see him back on TV. And apparently this match has been added. So, uh, Kickoff show. Yes. But, hey, got to start somewhere. Exactly. Uh, Sami Zayn and Cesaro in a match, which is really, really good, actually. Uh, match of the night for me. Yeah, me too. Uh, Zayn picks up the win with the Sunset Flip Powerbomb, which is the best one he has done so far, and I think that's more of a, a nod to Cesaro than it the is The finish him. of that was so funny because he hit it, and then he started pumping his fists like yeah. during the pin, and I think he was doing that because he was just so excited that they hit it so smoothly, and he's like, oh, shit, I guess I should grab his leg for I the pin. I thought the exact same thing, especially when they showed the like, replay. Well, grab the pin, grab the pin, celebrate after. You see his face. He's like, oh, God, I got a pin. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, uh, really hot match, too. Like, the fans were into it. Yeah, that kip-up spot, the fans were going nuts for that early on. Yeah. These two can go. Did Sammy hit a Canadian destroyer, or what was that flip? At the end, it's almost yeah. like a sunset flipping flip power sunset flip powerbomb. Okay, sort of deal. he's done that before. Yeah, he's in, oh yeah, he's done it a couple times. But well, every time I've Red been Bull like, left in that can? no, yeah. there's not, good sir. <sighs> but I'm always like, oh, is that a was that a Canadian destroyer? But it never is. No, no sir. Uh, John Cena and AJ Styles have a contract signing. Uh, John uh, presents AJ with two contracts. One is a one-on-one with him and AJ, and one is uh, John Cena versus AJ with the club at ringside. Then they argue back and forth. Styles signs the one-on-one contract. Uh, I think that AJ Styles in the WWE is a much better heel than he was a babyface. He seems much more natural. He's not... It seemed like when he was a babyface, he was constantly thinking of, I don't know if it was the lines that they had given him or if it was just the things that he had planned. It seemed like he was constantly thinking, whereas him as a heel, it just seems to be saying what comes to his mind and is, I just think he's a better heel than he is a face, which is crazy. If you'd asked me if if that was going to be what I thought after a heel turn, I would have told you to go fuck your hat. Well, this is an extension of what he was doing in New Japan before he left, so... It's all, I'm sure, very familiar to him. Uh, yeah, doing fantastic. I really like the whole segment. 
I like the name dropping of PWG and ROH and New Japan. Although if I'm Gabe Sapolsky, I'm like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, what I think is funny, Dixie though. Dixie Carter's probably sitting there being like, oh, come on, come Those on. say bastards. Say T. <laughs> what my, I think is funny, though, is, is Cena was saying that for 15 years, people have been wondering what would happen if AJ Styles and John Cena wrestled. And I thought to myself, I don't think in 15 years I ever wondered that once. And I'm not shitting on either, like on on John Cena, but that's not ever been one of the dream matches I want to see. I mean, it's cool that we're going to get to see it, but it wasn't like on my bucket list or anything. Me too. But that being said, the segment was really good, and I think this match is going to be very good. I like uh, I like Cena's line in in his promo about uh, all you indie guys come in here, and it's always I could have been you and. What would have happened if it was me given the break and stuff? I loved that. That was genius. And his like, gun has no bullets. The uh, yeah, the elements of realism that he works into these promos. Are I'm really big. into this feud. Me like, too. The past two weeks on Raw have been really good. Like, and I think the match is be signing really interesting this week. And it was different. I like there's no table flipping. Yeah, it didn't nonsense. end in yeah, bullshit. And generic. Shit. And it was two different con. Like I like the idea of it being a little different that way. I don't know. I thought this was really good, and I was dreading it. Even before Raw started, well, I hate contract signings. I was like, if they're going to do a fucking contract signing, and I was worried that it was going to be main event, like in the final yeah. spot. And you know what? If this was in the final spot, it might have still been okay. I'd like to me. know who wrote those promos. Yeah, they were really good. Tremendous, in fact. Uh, okay, so earlier in the night, Corporate Kane and Shane McMahon made the stipulation that if Del Rio and Owens couldn't work together as a team and beat the Lucha Dragons... They would lose their money in the bank ladder spots and the Lucha Dragons would go in the match instead. Which is a cool idea, but my God, did I not care about this match because I knew that exactly what the finish was going to be. They had me bite on a couple of spots no, because, I, yeah. just because, because you have to think, well, you have to remember a few years ago, they did, I think it was a bragging rights thing where like the Thursday before the paper, they did one of these things where, yes. You know, the guys who were representing SmackDown on the bragging rights team had a match against four other guys, and if they won, they'd switch it around, and they did. So I don't know why I thought of that, but I'm like, well, maybe. Like, obviously, you know, you didn't think they were going to, but the thought is it's been done before, so why not? But they kind of had me bite on a couple of spots. I think the match was okay. Del Rio and uh, Owens, the way they butt heads is yes. kind of funny and talking in the different languages. I wouldn't and all be that stuff. Like, for a second there, I was like, huh. If these two lose their spots, well, then now I expect them to have a match at the pay-per-view. And I was like, and I could see for spot fest-wise why you get a Kalisto and a Sin Cara in there and they brought to up have his, them just jump off stuff. Yeah, they brought up his Slammy winning, yes, whatever the fuck that was. Oh, from last year? Uh, the only thing that was kind of in the back of my mind was Vince going, you, you fucking marks think Kevin Owens is going to win? Oh, then I won't even put him in the match. <laughs> Which is what kind of worried me, but I don't know. I just I found myself so bored in this match. Because we need more Mexicans. I just I just knew that they were going to win this match, so I didn't. Uh, that was my, the only downside to this. But uh, Owens obviously picks up the win eventually with uh, pop up power bomb on Sin Cara, not Sien Cara, as Boris likes to call him. And then after the match, Del Rio kicks Owens in the head. That happened. Decent. It felt like the the backstab or the the turn of him. Uh, from ADR was really, yeah. like, you could see it coming. Uh, Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho is your main event. Kind of weird. but Sami yeah. Zayn, Kevin Owens are on commentary. Del Rio was the special guest timekeeper. And Cesaro was the special guest ring announcer. I like the idea of Cesaro as the guest ring announcer, but only because I think his accent's funny. He was great. It was awesome. Good. I loved it. Yeah. From Stupid Idiotville, now residing yeah. in Stupid Idiotville, that was great. 
Uh, yeah, I thought he he was really good. I, I just, I don't know. The, 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 is there nothing else than the timekeeper? Del Rio has to stand there like a dumbass in his <laughs> fucking tights and ring a bell. He was so proud to ring that bell too. And I hate Del Rio, but hey, I ringing felt the bad bell's for an him. important job, Scott. Yeah, yeah I fuck man, I did a good job. He did a better not job what I than heard. you did. I don't know about that. <laughs> Have his, you checked with Carlton, the ref? He said I did great. His uh, his three dings were slower than the usual. He's trying to get himself over. That's... Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, I was very um, distracted on this match with uh, Owens on commentary because he's so just good. rapid fire. He's so good. And, like, Zayn couldn't even get a word in. And I like the fact that him and Zayn kind of went at it because I think, like, they're obviously, like, very tight yeah. behind the scenes. So I think it's kind of fun for them to kind of like, if I'm out there and I had to do that with like Marky, it'd be hard for me to keep a straight face. Cause it's my buddy. So it's good for them that they're able to do business. Yeah. I've had a few interactions like that in the ring where I've almost lost my, my, my cool a couple of times just because some funny shit was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, match was okay. Nothing super special. We've seen these I like the, so I like that Jericho put him over again though. Me too. Uh, Ambrose picks up a win with the Dirty Deeds, and after the match, everyone brawls, and uh, it ends with Jericho climbing the ladder and pulling down the uh, the briefcase, sitting up there cross-legged. That it did. Uh, which I think is a cool thing to do because I think maybe people assumed that Jericho had the least. It was kind of at the bottom of most people's lists yeah, for like chances nobody, of winning like this. People have ADR winning it above Jericho for the most part. Uh, but, I like, yeah, I thought this was cool. Listen, uh, there, as much as I want it to be Kevin Owens, and as much as I think it should be Kevin Owens, I think Chris Jericho with a briefcase could be a really cool idea. Yeah, I hope not. I I feel like he is like, it might be too late, but he is overdue to win like one feel, for sure. I, I, and I feel like waste is the wrong word, but it might be a bit of a waste to have him when you have these other young guys that haven't reached that next level. It'll be like Sheamus winning it last year. But I just think Jericho with it would be cool. And maybe somewhere down the line, he loses it in a match instead of having him cash. I don't know. I just think Jericho's cool. I don't think I'll pick him when we do our picks by any means. <laughs> but uh, I think it would be kind of cool to have him have it. Something to be said there. Uh, that's it. That's how the show goes off the air with Jericho on the top of the ladder with the briefcase. Interesting way to go off like the air to your pay per view. Go home. Yeah. Yeah, and you go home for sure. Uh, studs and studs und duds. Uh, stud for me, Sami Zayn. Okay. Uh, dud. Mm. Oh, can we talk really quickly about Kevin Owens called airport security to make Del Rio late? Oh yeah. Like what the fuck? Who wrote that? That was pretty Jimmy Jacobs. stupid. That's like a 1985 thing. Like just awful. Yeah. It was a little Not little to mention cheesy. and again, I'm I'm not trying to be like Mr. conservative or whatever, but with what went on in Orlando, let's not talk about airport security and shit right now. Let's sure. just let it be. Yep. Uh, but no, and I'm not saying it because it was tasteless. It's just a, that's like a 1986 it was just, it was WWF wrestling challenge. Unnecessary. Rick Martel called airport security to get Jugyard Dog held off at the fucking. Just I agree. Just bad, bad storytelling. Uh, who's your dad, Scotty? Um, I'll probably go with that then, because I, I didn't really think anything else on the show was terrible. Okay. Not that any, you know what? Too much backstage stuff this week. Okay. Like it felt like we were constantly backstage with Shane and stuff. Your go home shows tend to have a lot of that. Yes. For better or worse. Uh, I'll give my stud to Zayn and Cesaro. I thought that was a really good match. As will I. Good finish. 
And my dud will go to the uh, Lucha Dragons and Owens and Del Rio match, just because I didn't care about it. I knew it was going to happen, and I completely tuned out. My dud is Francesca, because she's a whore. <laughs> she's a whore. Mm. Horn. Yeah, I get it. Horny. Yeah, I, I, yeah thanks. Because it's a yeah. trombone. Okay. That's a Scotty joke. Stop it. Right. That's not a Scotty <laughs> joke. That's terrible. <laughs> Get that's, out of here. That's what a Scotty joke is. That's, Get out of here. You guys are the worst. That's the joke within what the joke. What is that t-shirt you're wearing supposed to be? I know it's like a, a Heineken takeoff oh, of Heineken. It's a video game website. What is it? What's Screw Attack? Screw Attack? They were an indie thing back in like 2006, but now they're owned by a major conglomerate. An indie what? Indie website. Like they just made like random skits and like did news and shit. But now they're owned by a conglomerate? Now they're owned by Can like you a, spell conglomerate? No. <laughs> I can't even spell conglomerate. C-O-N-G-G-L-O-R-A-M-A-T-E. I think that's wrong. Probably is. But I'm not even going to fact check it. All right. Let's do our picks for uh, the money in the bank. Money, 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 money. Pay-per-view. Money. Ching, ching. Uh, let's start with the women's tag match. That was my song. Dana Brooke, Charlotte versus Natalia and Becky. I'm going Dana Brooke, Charlotte. Uh, where's Scotty? Dana and Charlotte. I'm going to go Natalia and Becky. Title's on the line. Let's put the babies over. Why not? Um, Do you think this goes in between Cena, AJ, and then the title match? Yes. Yeah, probably, because I don't know what else you use for that. Bruce Evan O'Neill, maybe. What are they open with? Money tag match? I bet you it's tag match. Well... You could do Money in the Bank, I guess. I bet you it's one of those two. Because then they can speculate all night if someone's... Yes. Yes. Um, I'm going to pick uh, Dane and Charlotte Whoa. as well. Did Brandon Lynch send his picks in? He did. And he picked Charlotte and Dana. Well, I'm in the minority. Uh, next match is, uh, oh, I should have started with Cruz and Sheamus for the kickoff match, I guess. Cruz, he needs a win. Uh, yeah, I hope so. And it I'll seems like Cruz. with, uh, what they're doing with Sheamus, I could see him hitting, like, rock bottom, quote unquote, as an angle. Uh, uh Brando also picked Cruz and Boris. I don't know, man, because I think this is a more than one pay-per-view thing, so I'm going to go with Sheamus. Lobster head. Okay. Uh, also on the kickoff, Ziggler and Baron Corbin yet again. What? I will pick Corbin. Wait, they're doing two matches on the kickoff? They have yes, sir. tried to do that in the past a little bit. And we got to watch these fucking guys go again? Yes, sir. Oh, Ziggler, or Corbin. Corbin as well, please. Uh, okay, uh, Corbin, Corbin, and Corbin from Brando. All right, uh, what's next? Let's go Rusev and Titus O'Neil for the U.S. Championship. Rusev retains. Rusev crash. Rusev mashka. Is that you're picking Rusev? That's by CMT awards. I'm going to assume that he also picked. Yes, he did also pick Rusev. Okay. And 
Let's do a tag team match. New Day. Okay, the Club, Enzo, and Cass, and the Vaude Villains for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Does New Day's reign end here? Not according to Brandon Lynch. Tell you that right now. He picked New Day. Is it time to start the club? In like a summer of uh, the club being the hottest tag team? It's possible. What about Enzo and Cass? Why don't you make your pick and we'll we'll see what you think about it. I think the club. Okay. The club. With it being a multi-team thing, I could see the New Day not even getting pinned. That's an easy way out for sure. I think. Pin the Vaude Villains or Enzo and Cass. And boom, club retains. Or not retains, gets some champs. What do you guys think? This one's tough. This one is really tough for me. Because I think you, I could see the New Day retaining. I could see the club winning. And I could see Enzo and Cass maybe sneaking one out. But because I can see all three of those, I can also maybe see the WWE going, fuck it, we'll put it on the VOD villains. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I think just because me and uh, Scotty have had the exact same picks thus far, I will go with Enzo and Cass. Just, just cuz. Why not? Brando picks New Day and Boris. The Bizzle Clizzle. The club. I think they can benefit from it the most. So I hope that it is them. Because that makes a lot of sense. But we shall see. And let's do John Cena versus AJ Styles. I'm picking AJ. So, the club is banned? I uh, didn't say banned, but he signed the contract for a one-on-one. So I don't know what happens there. But uh, Brando also picked AJ Styles. The Bizzle Clizzle. All right. I think this is going to go multiple pay-per-views again. I agree. Cena will get his win back. Uh, I'm going to pick AJ Styles, too. I think uh, he probably cheats in some way to win, and then that's how you can continue it. Have seen to say, oh, hey, you cheated. You needed to cheat to Were beat you just me. Tony Danza there? Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Hey, oh. Hey. Hey. Angela? <laughs> Jonathan? Mona? That, uh, <laughs> I know what show you're referencing, but who's I've not boss? seen it. So. You haven't seen Who's the Boss? Nope. Warren, who was the boss? Uh, I forget what community said, but they figured out who the boss was. I hate both of you. It was Dana. Dana? Yeah. Who the fuck's Dana? I don't know. What are the girls that you just named? Uh, okay, can we move Dana? on? Dana? Dana and Dana are similar names. Yeah, Dana. but neither one of them were on Who's the Fucking Boss? Oh, I've never seen Who's the Boss. Seth Rollins against <laughs> Roman Reigns yes. for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Brando picks. Uh, Reigns leaves with title is what he says. Because that's the rule. It's who leaves with the title. Oh, right. So you could technically pick the new money in the bank guy. You could. I'm picking Rollins. Okay. Scotty goes with Rollins. Who you got? Roman Reigns. Reigns. Yeah, I'm going to go with Reigns, too. I think it would be fucking 
cool as shit if Seth Rollins wins it, though. I'm just picking one of my heart. I'm hoping the cool stuff happens. Um, yeah, I think that would be so cool just to have him be like, I never lost it, and I won it right back. But I don't think so. I think they just, old Roman. That would be cool, but it's not going to happen. Got to keep Roman strong. Roderick Strong? Yes, Roderick Strong. 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 Thong. Thong. Oh, hold on. Uh, Money in the Bank. Who we got? Brando, box 64. Uh, Brando picks. I'll wait till you guys go. Who did he pick? Um, he, oh, he picked Owens. Uh, <laughs> Who you got, Warren? I want it to be Owens. I really do. But, yikes. I think you're going to pick Cesaro, right? Is that who you're going to pick? That is who I'm going to pick. Okay. I'm going to write that down for you right now. Or Ho-Holan if he's a mystery. <laughs> Gets a spot the day of. Um, Shit. Yeah, I'm going to go Owens as well. I just think that there's so much awesome booking that you can do with him with that briefcase and Scott Box 64 and all that stuff. I had Kevin Owens originally. But I'm kind of leaning towards Cesaro. Copying my picks, man. It's true. But does. the Chris Jericho thing reminds me of last year with Sheamus, where nobody was going to pick Sheamus. Did you pick Sheamus? No. No. Oh, why do you keep making that? No, it did, did, did. Don't worry about it. So I think Jericho. I'm, I'm going to put Kevin Owens. I'm picking Kevin I'd Owens. I'd be bummed if Jericho won just because I'd like to see a young guy put put over but at the same time i think jericho with it would be pretty cool like in terms of of how they could Booking go about and, with it yeah and like i say just because he has it doesn't mean he eventually cashes it in because yeah. i think cesaro right? wins it and it gets parlayed somehow into what they're going to do with the smackdown championship the other thing that i think is cool okay. is that if jericho wins it and goes on tour with fozzy the briefcase just kind of disappears there for a bit then all of a sudden when he's back you just cash in would be cool if he took it on stage with him too he gave us a prop on stage. Like right next to the nowhere. kick drum. Did Brando buy there. one of those today? No. Damn it. No. I told him about it. I said, hey, your lunchbox. It's on bucks. sale. Ten bucks. Ten bones. Except that's American. You had the Canadian dollar in there plus shipping and handling. It's like a thousand. It's a lot of money. It's like a bajillion dollars. A lot of money. All right. Well, well there you go. Got some different picks this week, which is nice. It's I think be a it's a fun gonna, show. I think it's going to be a fucking great paper. What are you guys doing for it? Uh, oh, is that I, like that the I don't know. creaky door from like it's, the... It's Father's Day, but I'm looking for it a place to watch Day. Money in the Bank. You are welcome to watch Money in the Bank at my place if you want. I don't I, know. I'm out of town this will weekend. Will your family not leave you because it's Father's Day? It's... Or maybe they will leave him alone. They'll be like, oh, wrestling on Father's Day. Goodbye. They're like, that takes care of itself. And we have slow pitch in the loser bracket finale. Maybe this team won't show up either. and We will win the loser <laughs> bracket by default. Wouldn't that be great, hey? I got a busy Father's Day. Yes, you are welcome to okay. uh, I'll keep you, guys you as well if you decide you want to come by. I, I'm out of town this weekend. I don't know when I'm coming back, but I will keep you posted. There are rumors abounding that the PWA original Marky will also be making an appearance. Oh, you oh, wow. shit. Love hanging out with Mark. Wow. Okay, before we do questions, quick impromptu promo from Boris about T-shirts. Show the Sapod T-shirt. The Sad Pod t-shirt, ladies and gentlemen, 
It is now available at whatamaneuver.net in various sizes and colors, right from your tiny little Callisto to your giant great Kali. <laughs> Show your support. Show your pride. Show that you know the best damn professional wrestling podcast on this or any other internet. Satpod, get your t-shirt now. Chicks dig it. The real Spanish announce table. That's right. I think this is going to be a new thing. I'm just going to randomly kick it to uh, somebody and be like, quick, impromptu promo. Don't do that next week. Oh, you're not here. I'm not here next week. Thank God. Colton Kelly will be bad at that. He'll fucking. Am I being replaced by Colton Kelly next week? Yeah, Colton Kelly's going to be here next week, guys. And Brando. Yeah, which is going to be a weird dynamic because at least like you and Colton Kelly, you know each other. You guys are doing your own thing. You've hung out in the past, right? But. Brando has only, you know, been around him a couple times, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. Satpod, except no substitutions. Damn right, you're goddamn right. Um, tell the world. Unless, <laughs> unless, tell the world. Unless you're some shitty no-name indie wrestler. Unless you only got sixty followers. Yeah, if you only got sixty fuck followers. <laughs> Iceman gimmick. Suck my dick. Tell the world! Chuck Liddell. Look like you're fucking 50 years old. Okay, did you guys think I got hot last week? Yes! (laughs) Absolutely. The whole world thought you got hot last week. uh, I was workshopping all this week a new bit similar to What's Scotty Smoking, except that it's going to be What's Scotty Hot At. Why Scotty Angry? Yeah, and I was just going to have you like rant on something. I got good feedback about it, but I felt super crappy. He didn't email in this week, so I think you scared him away. Thank God. Watch this brother angry, brother. Uh, let's go to the emails right now. Nova Punk writes the first one in. Subject line, Moose. What do you guys think of ROH star Moose being backstage at NXT TakeOver the end? Do you think that he would fit in the WWE and be successful there? Uh, he is 34, 6'5", 295, and he has played in the NFL for six years before going to train for pro wrestling. I think working at the Performance Center would do a world of good for Moose. I don't know if I would put him on TV right away, um, but some of the guys he's got to work with in ROH are definitely um, helping out his experience level. I'm sure he's learning from them, and him at the PC uh, would do wonders for him. Apparently, WWE was interested in him, bef- in him before he signed his last ROH contract, so we'll see. Right around Tough Enough is when they were thinking about bringing him in, yeah, I, I think. Believe... Even for Tough Enough, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen much out of him in that I have seen literally 10 seconds of a clip of him doing his finishing move. He's your style guy. You um, but I've heard that he has come a long, long way in the one or two years that he's been in ROH, in ROH that he's really improved and he's starting to, you know, figure out how to work the crowd and stuff too. And He's rubbing shoulders with like really big Japanese wrestlers. Well, this week he worked the IWGP champion on ROH TV. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think yeah, uh, bring him in, get him in that, get him in that PC and see, see what he's got. He's got a good look. Yeah. Uh, next email is from Mike the Ref. Ah, uh, uh, Mike the Ref. Great. I saw him on Saturday. Yeah, me too. He interviewed he was, Colton Kelly apparently. He was doing his podcast when I saw him, and then I didn't want to say hi because he was doing his own podcast, and then he went out of his way to send me a private message later saying, "Sorry, I couldn't say hi to you. I was doing my thing." I was like, "Hey, you got to apologize to me." We know how the podcast business works, yeah, baby. You, you recording? Thing. You do you. Do they uh, do they have over sixty followers? I on there. I don't even know. If Mike, they your show Twitter. better have more than sixty followers, or I'm coming down hard on it. <laughs> Fuck! All, all right. you all you people who are small on Twitter. 
Watch out. Uh, if if they do have a Twitter, I apologize. You should uh, let us know what it is, Mike the Ref, and we'll plug that next week. But uh, He says, great, gents of the Sat Pod. Great to see the head of the Barris Club at the PWA show on Saturday. I was wearing my shirt. Some guy came up and uh, gave me the two sweet, probably thinking that it said Bullet Club because he was also wearing a Bullet Club shirt. Um, but it said Bears Club because that's my name. Oh, sounds like my interactions with people at Walmart when I wear my Bullet Club shirt. That's my nickety name. Uh, a couple questions. One, do you find it strange that the heavyweight title seems to be treated like an undercard match going into the pay-per-view with a greater focus going to Cena and Styles as well as the money in the bank in these last three weeks? Yeah, Reigns isn't over. Well, we talked about that a little bit last week about how it hasn't been part yeah. of the main event. And there's a, could be a zillion and one reasons for that. Um, but... I don't know if it's been treated as an undercard match on that card, per se. I think it's still it's it's been. I'm given, very excited for that match. Yeah, it's been given its due time. I yeah. think. Yeah. Due too. time. Uh, two with Boris there this week. Which PWA Night of Champions match are you looking forward to the most? The guaranteed title shot uh, ladder match. This is going to be a good card. The guaranteed title shot ladder match is always fun. Um. Flex Appeal and Sean Moore and Alexander Prime are going to have a tag team bout, which will be very good. It's always good to see the Western Lions go out with Team Hall of Fame. And, of course, the main event, the PWA Championship match between the PWA original Marky and Brett Morgan. There is a lot of built-up hatred and aggression and harsh words spoken by both men. And I think it's going to be a battle. A, a, this whole show, top to bottom, is going to be really good. Good. Colton Kelly will be in action in a handicap match. match. That's all they got announced today. All three members. Well, oh, she was announced on Saturday. On Saturday. Oh, okay. You would well, have been there. You yeah, if you would have showed up. Yeah, nobody texted garbage. me and I was working. Oh, you so. need a text to know that a show's on Saturday when we talked about it on the podcast last week. Oh, Warren's hot now. But all three Fucking members guy. of the Millennial Rebels. Warren's like, 455 followers? Get Scott out of here. Fury. And the Millennial Falcon and the Thickness, Reed Matthews, will take on the team of God Richie Rage. Him. Down with the Thickness. Oh, that's good, actually. I like that. Uh, Richie Rage and Fredico. But yeah, top to bottom, this show is going to be good. I don't know exactly what the plan is for Jinder Mahal yet, but he will be there. And of course, the legendary Road Warrior Animal. I mean, what's not to like? If you live here in Edmonton, beg, borrow, steal, and get down there. Oh, Warren, you heard it here first. He's saying commit crimes to make it there. All right. That's how good this show is going to be. You got to sell rock to make it there, but you got big boards to stab with <laughs> approval. Uh, number three, saw the potential uh, new shirt for Sat Pod for the fall with the appropriate copper and blue colors. I looks, haven't seen this. Looks immaculate. With Boris on the show on a repeated basis, doesn't mean you will have to make a red and black version as well. No, no, we will there never. will not be a show, show me this. Here, I'll show you it on my we phone. We will never, ever. Yeah. We're waiting for uh, a big bad Boris. Anything design, close so. to a Calgary sports team? Who designed that? Shirt. Game time art was one of the original three designs. Oh, is it okay? Same with this one that has rhinestone stars in it. Do you still want me to do one? Yeah, once we're gonna. I want to release a second shirt once we've sold a couple more of the first one. Yeah, All right, let it get a month or two around, and then we'll yeah start pumping up right. more. I'm on it. Because I see, like, we're starting to see people, which is so cool to me, getting pictures on Twitter of people wearing the shirt. It blows my mind. Yeah. It's so cool. Like, yeah. It thank you. It means a lot they want to rock the shirt. Uh, also, it's in WWE 2K16 now. How I cool is that? that? Uh, I was talking with Game Time Art about that, and I couldn't get my 
2K to work, and he got his to work, and it's up there. Just search Sapod under my hashtag. Is that only on Xbox? Uh, I don't know how that works. He's an Xbox guy, and so am I, and it's on there. So I can tell you that much. Okay. It may not be on PlayStation. So, yeah, put it, may put, create us or put it on your wrestler's L- Listen, bum. I put that on uh, my, my created wrestler's shirt. And Your guy uh, who looks like Matt Tremont? Within 10 <laughs> matches, I had won the NXT championship. Just saying. Yeah, the shirt. Uh, I'm just Buy saying. the shirt, wear the shirt in video games. And then I immediately got called up better. to Raw, too. So now I'm in a feud with John Cena for the U.S. championship. Hey. Think things go quickly when you're rocking the sat pod, all right? I'm surprised we haven't got a, a Photoshop of Vince wearing the shirt yet. That's true. We should work on that. <laughs> uh, Mike DeRef ends the email with, uh, by saying, May Roman Reigns ha- have as much success as his former CFL team will have this year. Mike DeRef. I was watching. I stayed up until 4 a.m. the other day to watch some CFL preseason. Hmm. Go Riders. Uh, have, you, have you guys watched much of the unfilters, unfiltered? No. I've seen a Renee couple Young? of them. I, I watched one in the past. I think it was with Randy Orton, and it was okay. But I ended up flicking on the, the network, and it was the new one with Renee and uh, Roman Reigns. Oh. That guy is super charismatic. Where I'm like, what? If you put this guy on TV, it'd probably be a little different. But no, and he also referenced his time in the CFL. Because you got to write down every cool. single word these guys say, and there's no growth there. Apparently, he's a big fan of wearing socks and sandals. Who isn't? No, I'm just kidding. Me, I hate socks. And I sandals. wore socks and sandals the other day to Walmart, and my girlfriend gave me a lot what of is shit. With you in Walmart, why Walmart a lot? <laughs> How often do you go to Walmart? I've brought up Walmart a lot. Recently? You just brought it up like five minutes ago <laughs> oh, with, the with your bullet club shirt. shirt oh Walmart. yeah. I like Walmart. Can you just go hang out there? Walmart's good when you have minuscule shit you just need to buy. You're like, oh, I just want to get some Rockstar and I some need candy. a bag of uh, Sharpies <laughs> and some plastic wine bag glasses. bag of jelly beans. And a hammock. And some weed socks. And four pillows. They sell that there. And some milk. And a copy of Old School on Blu-ray. All right, For that'll $4. Be, that'll be $5.99. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next email from Jason Keisler of the New Blood, New Blood Podcast. Uh, it says, hey, guys, I want to say thanks for reviewing Raw this and every other week for those of us that miss it or just don't feel like committing the full three hours to watch it. You guys do a great service. Now that the ass kissing is out of the way, let's hit the booking. A few weeks ago, Warren, I think, said it would be a waste if Jericho won the money in the bank. Well, said that earlier, so <laughs> there you go. Money, uh, I happen to disagree with that, not just because I'm a Jericho fan, but because I think Y2J Winning the briefcase would be the shot in the arm Money in the Bank needs. For the last few years, we have seen and had both heels and faces try to cash in over and over and be interrupted or something else uh, prevents them from actually getting a chance to cash in, and I kind of feel like that's getting old. No arguments there. I fucking hate that they tease it as much as they do. Uh, Jericho seems to come and go as he pleases, so it shouldn't be too far-fetched for him to win the briefcase and then vanish. This could add a real element of surprise when he chooses to show up and cash in at a big event or just a Raw or SmackDown, but that's just my opinion. That's a great point. If Like like you even said earlier, Scotty, if, yeah, if, if he, he does goes go on away tour. with it, and then you just, you just don't know when he's going to come back so that it's not a constant, oh, Jericho's working this night. Maybe he'll cash in. It's You haven't seen him in four months, and you just never know when he's going to come back. That isn't a a thing that, that we've never seen with the money in the bank before. It's always been on a full-time guy. So, 
Uh, it goes on to say, by this point, you guys have already made your money in the bank winner picks. So I challenge to each. Uh, so I challenge you to each pick a competitor and give in a cash in scenario, not just who wins this Sunday, but when they actually cash in and if they are successful. Keep up the good work, guys. Jason. Well, I already gave mine. It's true, you did. Uh, okay, I. I'll do Cesaro, I guess. Actually, no, I'll, I'll pick Alberto Del Rio. I got a better scenario. Okay. Okay. So, like, Reigns and Rollins, let's say they're feuding at SummerSlam or whatever event down the line. Mid, like, right near the end of the event, uh, or even after the finish, all of a sudden, R- Ricardo comes out, and he goes, making his way to the ring, Mr. Money in the Bank, Alberto Del Rio. He does the whole big spiel. Alberto Del Rio runs to the ring, cashes in, does that backstabber or the arm break, cross arm break or whatever, and wins instantly. I can see that happening as a cash in. Plus, there'd be a, a little bit of a pop for Ricardo coming back, probably. I was going to say, you just really want to see Ricardo back, right? Yeah, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's all about just a means of an end to get Ricardo, right? I wouldn't be against that either. But... Yeah, what do you got, Warren? What's the July pay per view? Battleground. Oh. Um... It's a great American bash, sir. I would say, I don't know, is it cop-out to say that Dean Ambrose wins and cashes it in on Sunday? Like, I I think that would be a really cool thing to do. I don't like when they cash it in that quick because I like my money in the bank to have a long play with minimal teases, like I said earlier. But I think it would be a cool dynamic to have all three of the Shield guys involved in the title picture in the same night and to have that be Dean's first when, when he was kind of like the the forgotten one, quote unquote, from the Shield, where Seth went on to have his run with the Authority and then won the championship and cashed in at WrestleMania, and that same night, Reigns after winning the Royal Rumble was also getting his title shot, and Dean's never really had his shot outside of the Triple H stuff, which I think we're supposed to forget about. And so. they did show Kane doing that right during Raw in a very random. Money in the bank clip, and just the slight foreshadowing in that segment with Reigns and and uh, and well, the three Shield guys with Reigns and Rollins face to face, and Ambrose in the background. I don't know. I think I think that would be a cool way to do it. To have when Ambrose they were, be like, boom, when I'm they here. were face to face, and then Ambrose is in the back with that big shit eating grin on his face. I thought that was pretty funny. Me too. That was genius. Um, yeah, I think that would be a cool way to do it. Even though I'm not crazy about the cash in, it's the same night. Uh, we're not going to read that one now because we're going to do that last. Ty writes in. Hey, boys. Hi. Uh, Ty. Oh, Ty. I thought you said hi. I'm like, how high? Ty, part of the cool club of cool kids who bought t-shirts. He starts the email by saying, you know this already, but I received my Royal Blue Satpod crew on Friday, and boy, do I feel like a certified G. And you can't teach that. Can you teach that? I don't believe it's taught in the public system. Mm Mm-hmm. It might be in the private system. Fair enough. You learned that at the School of Hard Knocks. I'll fact check that later. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys talked about this or not, but there there were headlines last week about Brock Lesnar not doing the drug testing for his UFC fight. What you may not know is the UFC is a four-month window for talent signed to contracts wherein they go out of competition drug testing before they are announced for any fights. The UFC simply waived this window, and Brock has already been tested uh, by USADA, the UFC's drug testing agency. So Mark Hunt, who is his opponent, went on some. Oh yeah, Mark thing Hunt called him like a juiced up a monkey. Juiced up, roid monkey, and yeah, 
So, anyways, yeah, no, he's not. The, the, Mark the Hunt's WWE a badass. Tests for that stuff too. So, you're still convinced it's going to be a work, hey? Dude, I I don't think w, uh, WWE pissed us everybody. I don't think like The Rock when he comes sure. back, because sure. he always looks like a little too swole. You know what I mean? You're I, convinced though, hey? The what the the UFC thing? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'd like to think that you know they're that that this is all on the level, and UFC has a lot to lose if oh, it's yes. not, and they get caught, obviously. But Vince also has a lot to lose. But I guess you know, see how it plays out. I mean, if 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 it's a work in that Brock Lesnar's taking a dive, I feel like they could pull that off a lot easier than Mark Hunt, who is not a trained wrestler, who is not an actor, who is not you know good at selling, quote unquote. I don't know. I think that's a risky move, but. Who knows? Behind closed doors, man. Who knows with this stuff? Uh, My question from Ty this week is not anything pertaining to Raw, but here we go. Have any one of you had a don't try this at home moment in your youth? By that, I mean I got in shit for copying Mm -hmm. them damn wrestlers. I once tried to give my little brother an F5 at the pool here in Leduke, but I botched it, lost my balance, and turned it into a face buster and smoked his face on the edge of the pool. Fuck. So grounded, but more importantly, that was the moment I realized I probably wasn't going to win the 2008 Royal Rumble. Your UFC insider, Grizz4327, on Twitter. Uh, Scotty yes. seems like the kind of guy who's had a lot of don't try this at home moments. I've broken, like, three coaches from the age of, like, 10 to being, like, 14. Hmm. Um, the best is now whenever I try to wrestle my brother at like being grown adults now, he's 18. Um, he just won't touch me. He's just like, no, stay away from me. Cause like he used to have no choice but to wrestle me. It was either wrestle me and play along or I'm just going to shoot, beat you up. <laughs> like I would just work, match him, just kicking up. Like, cause we would use the couches turnbuckles. So you turn one of the couches around. Okay. So that's yeah. your ring. Yeah. Right. And then there's this carpeted area. That's your, your mat, your turnbuckles are on. But, like, I have leg dropped my brother and his friends from, like, the top of a couch. And I used to, like, I used to be such a dick. I'd hold their hair, keep them bent over, leg drop them. Um, one time, my brother uh, wouldn't go do a pedigree. Like, he wouldn't give me his arms. So I kicked him, and I actually just ended up kicking him right in the face. I was wearing Vans slip-ons, and then one of the checkered <laughs> squares that was white was, like, dark red ever after. A little bit of blood, eh? Yeah, my brother remembers like that to this day. Learn to work, kid. Learn to work. I was stiff, man. I didn't know about the business. I didn't learn until you were stiffing me. Uh, when I was a kid, I, uh, I, we had um, one of my buddies had a trampoline, so we would do most of our stuff on the trampoline. The story will be pile driving Brando off a trampoline. But um, no, I wasn't friends with Brando when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Um, but we didn't do it on each other because we even at that young tender age knew how dangerous it was to do wrestling moves on a trampoline when you don't know what you're doing. So uh, we we had, like, stuffed animals that we would do our moves on. And even that sometimes, like, I fell off the trampoline once and was convinced that I broke my tailbone, which ended up being completely fine. But um, that was fine. The only other time that I did something that ended up damaging anything was ah, 2013, three years ago. Ooh. Buddy Andy, we're over at Brando's back when he lived with his mother still. He, uh, he we, we were watching the raw in the basement and the way that it was set up was brando just kind of had his mattress on a box spring kind of just it was just on the floor like not an actual frame to it and i picked andy up 
gave him the world's strongest slam, like lifted him up, slammed him, and that mattress was never the same again. It was <laughs> completely slanted into the middle so that anytime anybody would even sit or lay on it, it would literally lift off the ground on the edges. It was it was mangled. So it's gone to the hall of pain. Uh what about you, Boris? Not really, no. No? Nothing? No. I had a stuffed animal I wrestled when I was like a little little kid, like in the eighties. What were the, the, the toys that they sold that were not meant to be try your wrestling moves on these toys, but ended up being try your wrestling the moves? The wrestling buddies? Yes. That's I, ne- I never had one. No? You didn't get one of those? Do you want some breaking news on the next inductee into the TNA Hall of Fame? Yeah. Uh, can I, okay, let's guess who it is first. Yeah, guess who it is. Uh, is it one? Is it a inductee? One it, person? It is one single person. Jeff Jarrett. No, he's already in, yeah, isn't he? He's already Austin in. Aries. No. EJ Styles. You fucking stupid. Um, geez, who could it be? Is it a TNA? Do I think when when I hear this person's name, do I instantly think their TNA run? Yes. Uh, yeah. Abyss. No. I was gonna say Abyss too, which is funny. Um, has this person worked in another company as well? Yes. Are they ex WWE? I'll just say Jeff Hardy. Fuck it. No, it's not Jeff Hardy. Yes, they've worked for WWE. Is it Matt Hardy? No. Is it Greg Sugar Helms? Sugar Helms? Who the fuck's Greg Sugar Helms? Isn't his name Gregory Sugar Helms? No, it is not. Oh, Shane? You fucking jackalope. It is not (laughs) I can give you a giant hint that'll give it away. No, no, don't don't do that. Yeah, let's keep playing this game. Uh, Was he ever in a tag team? No. This is fun. Not in a tag team. Was in the Rob Van Dam. No. Okay. Um, Christian. No. <laughs> Kurt Angle's already in, right? Christian's career's yes. not at that low of a point yet. In the <laughs> WWE. Bobby Lashley. No. Al Snow. No. Al Snow is a good pick, actually. I know. I um, can't be one of the Dudleys. No. They're, They're already, already in. in. Oh, yeah. That's right. They are already in, aren't they? I think everybody that's in is in WWE right now, almost. Minus Jeff Jarrett. Minus Jeff Jarrett. Um, and Earl Hebner. Yeah. Is it okay? Okay. All right. All right. Um. I don't want to. Maria Canellis. No. It, I'm gonna say Gail Kim. It is Gail Kim. Gail oh! Kim. Yeah, that's, that's smart my hint was gonna be it is not a, a man. Yeah. Because I was gonna ask, is it a woman? And then I'm like, no, I'm just gonna guess Gail Kim. Good. That's yeah. kind of cool. She's been there for a long time. Yeah. She didn't get her Slammiversary match because Maria work. broke her hand apparently. But in the picture, TNA Wrestling tweeted of an X-rayed hand. Both the hands looked identically the same. So like, I didn't see where the fracture was or anything. Whatever. It's a good thing you're not a doctor, Scotty. Dr. Scott. PhD Scotty. I'm oh, change man. My Twitter. I'm just looking at this Ho-Ho. Ho-Ho Lun? Ho-Ho Lun picture. Yeah. He's I'm our a boy. Big fan. I am cool. I'm so. switching my pick. It's fucking great. <laughs> Uh, last, but certainly not least on the emails. This guy? Brandon. See, I knew if I tweeted him directly. Oh, he's got a Twitter now. At the MizCast. So go ahead and follow the MizCast, I guess. Uh, apparently he's been uh, crowdsourcing yeah, he, to get people on his MizCast. He tweeted to apologize to me, but I have no idea what... He, I didn't get it either. Yeah, I know. Okay, he tweeted at Lashley the day after Lashley won the TNA <laughs> World title. When he was like, coming to SmackDown to beat up on jabronis. these <laughs> It was awesome. All right. Here we go. Brace yourselves, boys. Right. Uh, high sat pot. You know, I need to start. I need a. I need to get a bed or something. Some sort of a 
uh, stinger made specifically for emails from Brandon. That I should the, work that's on that. the dude's name? Yeah. All right. Um, hi, Satpod. Thank you all for reaching out to me. <laughs> <laughs> the demand from the masses in the past few weeks has been extra encouraging. All of you at the Spanish Announce Pod have given me a need to feed our audience. This is being said as been discussed. I am launching my own program that our listeners will have to check out. The Mizcast is the blue brand of the SatPod channels of friends of families. I have met many discussions on Twitter at the Mizcast. I already plugged that with talent and celebrities to join the show and talk all things WWE, uh, WWE, Raw, and Mizanin. I, I'm honestly, I'm very excited for this podcast, <laughs> and I, and I. There's a bit of sarcasm to that statement. I love but the I hope Warren can just be a guest on it. Like, but, I got to nope. go on Suplex City Limits. That was the pod for me. Nope. I'm not going to ask him. I want to be asked. I don't want to force it. I love that you believe that this is actually going to be a thing. It, dreams can come true, <laughs> Boris. The boyhood dream. Uh, he says, I would like to know your thoughts on if the Money in the Bank ladder match is no disqualifications or a non-sanctioned match. Sanctioned by who? Well, Major League it, Baseball? It's Inside Baseball? Inside Baseball? It's, Major IV? You're allowed to use the ladders as a weapon, so no no DQ. You cannot be disqualified in the Money nope. in the Bank ladder nope. match. Uh, it says, <laughs> this is not sanctioned by provincial, federal, <laughs> or state association. How can we legally enable the contract for cash-in? Or what authority is going to stop someone from run out and climbing a ladder to take the briefcase? Okay, that's a legitimate point. I've wondered when and if they will ever do something like that where you have the six guys in the match and a guy like Brock Lesnar just walks out there, walks up the ladder and takes it and goes, thank you. I thought you were going to say a fan will take it. I was like, what is this, IWA Mid-South? We almost had that. We almost had that with Sergeant Hazard a couple years ago in the PWA. Did we? Yep. He went into the ring, tried to grab the briefcase in the middle of the match. He listens to this show. Who does? Uh, Sergeant Hazard. Sergeant Hazard, how's he doing, Sarge? I'm saluting you right he'll, now. He'll tweet you. Let's uh, know. Okay, where was I here? Um, but he wasn't in. in that match? Nope. He oh. was in a suit. Oh. <laughs> True story. He, he just said he pulled the Howard Finkel and just said, fuck it? Yep. Fuck it. Moments ago, I saw SatPod listener Grizz talk on their Twitter. Uh, that's Ty, by the way. Uh, talk on their Twitter about training for this match, which I see is silly. But does he have a point? I don't know what you're talking about, but that's okay. Will we see the Miz return surprised and steal the briefcase, even if uh, they are not in the match? Also, I can think you discussed this, but TNA Bound for Glory was an amazing event. You mean Slammiversary? I was going to say it wasn't Bound for Glory, was it? Well, Bound for Glory was an amazing event, <laughs> Bound too. for Glory was great as well. <laughs> I've never been a Matt Hardy. Oh, this is. I hope this is good. Uh, I've never been a Matt Hardy fan. But I love that brother but, Nero guy. But he has become. Oh, God. Wait till you hear this Come statement. On. I've never been a Matt Hardy fan, but he is becoming the Undertaker of TNA. <laughs> Move over, new attitude, I can only hope this feud with brother Nemo keeps going. I heard he was lost. As well, I was surprised to see Wade Barrett 
beat Maria's husband. Was Wade Hope Barrett he continues to do well on that. That was EC3, man. That wasn't Wade oh, Barrett. I, was, yeah. I could see how you Wade confused. Barrett couldn't lace EC3's boots. Yeah, I could see how you could confuse them. <laughs> he also said Wade Barnett, not Barrett. Oh, yeah, good. Wade Barnett. That, that could be his TNA name, actually. Wade <laughs> Barnett. That's close enough. Uh, I would also like to address Scott Box 69. <laughs> okay. What's uh, up? Your comments, the fat, the, sorry, your comments, the few past weeks have been extra offensive to me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> if you hope to be taken serious, oh, you hi. will need to mature and hire your own life coach, but not Bob Backlund. WWE is reliving talent left relieving, I think is supposed to say talent left and right. And they are not going to hire you if this work continues. Well, I like you, Scotty. Thank you, Brandon. But you are not a heel. Oh. You are not even Santino heel. Thank you, boys. Pleasure to work with you, your friend, Brandon. Well, Brandon. And he ends it with hoorah. Hoorah. Well, Brandon, hoorah to you as well. And why don't you, on your next email, oh. let me know who should be my life coach. How many followers well, does he have? Not very many. He, he just signed up for it. Well, so I think we, I think we were as Sapot his first follower. We were absolutely one hundred percent. We were his first. Followers. And Warren was so stoked about it. I will take pride in that to the day that I die. Uh, let's see how many followers he has. Uh six. Nice. That's a good start. Suplex City Limits follows him. Uh, so does Game Time Smart. Also those, follows him. Those are uh, some quality people. The follow. It's nice. One of his, uh, <laughs> one of the pictures that he tweets. Is tweeted, this Brandon Garbrandt? Yeah, that's him. Uh, one of the pictures that he tweeted is a uh, fake nude picture of Nikki Bella. So now he's got seven followers, boys. Oh, hmm. you're on the train. <laughs> I'm on the train. You're on the train. So at the Mizcast. The Ho Ho Lun train. Everybody give this guy a follow. I'm, and follow Ho Ho Lun, please. Please put out a podcast as soon as possible. Are you talking to Holo Lun? Uh, yeah. If listen, if Ho Ho Lun and Brandon can do a podcast together, I, I that's it. That's I've peaked. Life is all downhill from there. Thank you, Brandon, for brightening my week yet again. Uh, you can write an email like those fine people did. Satpod three sixteen at yahoo.com. That was swell. Uh, that's it. We're back uh, next Wednesday night. Scotty won't be here because uh, you got your uh, fighting turn. No, I'm working. I have to oh. work every Wednesday. Okay. It's fucking terrible. Uh, so it'll be me, Brando, and returning to the show, Colton Kelly, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, Boris, thank you for coming. The pleasure was all mine. Uh, is, is the PWA show is it this weekend? No, it okay. is on the twenty fifth. So I'll get uh, I'll get Colton to hype it up a little bit next week to remind the people. Maybe something has changed. Make in sure that he time as well. talks about more than just his match. All right, he, he's a good representative for your I company. Can't, I is can't he? promise. Is anything. he really? I don't know. He, <laughs> I don't know. Is he better than the actual promoter himself representing it? Okay. Okay. Let's. No. Uh, let's. We're uh, not gonna shoot yeah. on the promoter, Scotty. What is this? Scotty said that, not me. Yeah. Uh, Kurt doesn't know who I am. It doesn't matter. It's true. He doesn't. Does Kurt have more than 60 followers? Because if not, I'm going fucking in. I'm going to find out right now, actually. Hang on. He no, has. He probably has a good bet. 
267. Oh, that's like almost as many as I. He's have. only following 153, so his following to followers. Yeah, that, that's always what matters is your follower to follow. Is it? Apparently. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I don't know. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, if if uh, you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that as well at SatPod. Individually, at the Diesel Bears is me. I'm at Scottbox64. Uh, at Brando1990. Boris. I am at BB Boris at PWA Wrestling CA, PWA Wrestling.ca on the internet, PWA Wrestling CA on the YouTube, on the Instagram, all that good stuff. We are also on Facebook. Lots and lots of content coming out for the Night of Champions 14 event on the 25th. We shot lots and lots of interview segments that will be. Uh, being released as we approach the big event. And go watch that main event from this past Saturday, too, that 4-on-4 uh, four four tag match. Tremendous. Highly recommend it. We don't ask you to do much around here, but you should go watch that match because it's it's good. It's it really is good. good. Yes, Stu, that is cool. Uh, shout out to Turkey Tourism one last time. <laughs> shout out ever- to our, to our <laughs> listeners. If, in- you're, if you're ever going to Turkey... I highly recommend that you look up at Turismo. Yeah, rumor has it we've got a show coming up there. If, uh, they seem to offer some sort of a balloon package Ooh. as on their, their Twitter header. Uh, and uh, I don't understand. Nobody knows what the tweet. fuck we're talking about right now. They have 136 followers. We Do can't they? shoot on them either. No. Can't do it. No. They're safe. No. Uh, we're going to listen to the DX theme this week because uh, obviously Chris Warren passed away, as we talked about. So. That's what we decided to do. We're you bet. Do a little, are you ready this week? So we'll be back next Wednesday with a brand new podcast. Enjoy Money in the Bank. Uh, let us know as we lead up to it as well. You can email or tweet us your predictions. We'd like to know what you think is going to happen on the show. Interact with us on Twitter. Buy the T-shirt. Yes, T-shirt. i got to start writing that down because I always forget to plug it. And Scotty has to remind me. Uh, what a maneuver. Give them a follow at WA Maneuver on the Twitter uh, that's uh, that's a cool thing that we have that people seem to be buying, which I think is fucking awesome. Thank you, seriously. Yeah. From the bottom of our hearts, Means we're gonna get soft for a second. It's cool that you guys are buying our shirt. So thank you, uh, Scotty. Now you can do your thing. All right, guys. Until next time, keep on crotch chopping your way to victory. Woo! Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? We well, better get ready. Bow to the masters. Bring it down. They generate into something fool. We just got tired of doing what you told us to do. That's a brace, boy. Yeah. You can tell me what to do You know who you're talking to But you better get used to the way the ball bounces I see what you got, it measures in ounces But that's a brace, boy Yeah, that's a brace, little man Break it down Degeneration up 
your big man <laughs> Treat you like your little man Yeah Break it down Don't tell me what it's like to be half a man It must break your heart to see what I am But that's a breaks, boy Tell me what to do You know who you're talking to But you better get used to the way the ball bounces I see what you got, it measures in ounces But that's a brace, boy You're a big man <laughs> Treat you like you're a little man